Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Circle and Sewer with Joe and Jake. We got episode 13 for you today. Uh, week eight of NFL wrapped up and week nine of college football. Um, we're coming to you recording this on Tuesday, November 1st. Uh, trade deadline just passed, I believe. Crazy and day. And boy, did uh, a lot of stuff happen. Us, us Vikings fans are excited about uh, TJ Hawkinson tight end from the lions coming, coming over in that trade. Um, we'll break all that down for you. We got some, some good stuff. I thought that, I thought it was an exciting weekend of football as always. Um, some, some furthering storylines that we had from last week and um, Joe's jets finally come back down to earth a little bit. Huh? We lost jets lost. It's not well. a, not a good day. I mean, there was ups and downs, but uh yeah, we can get into that. First of all, happy Halloween, everyone. Hope you had a nice, yeah. safe Halloween. Now we're into November, which is crazy to say. Uh, for those that you are in Minneapolis, it's I think you got up. It's seventy right now. Can you believe that? Seventy in Minneapolis. So. Wow! It rained it here today for the first time since I got here. It rained. Poor, poor. Yeah, Ooh. but now it's sunny. <laughs> well, that's nice. Yeah, I think today's like the last night. Well, tomorrow was supposed to be seventy-five, and then it's getting down in the forties, and then yeah, typical Minnesota back at it. But uh. Yeah, hope it was a fun weekend. Had a good, uh, good little Halloween party. Dressed up as Average Joe, so getting some that was good. I saw that. you. Yeah, you I saw that. you in that outfit. It looked good. I was uh, dressed up as Thor. You and Haley yeah, Thor, you low key. We got, I called when we called you on Saturday or whatever. I was like, oh, that makes sense. You, yeah, you look exactly like the, Thor. I think we won a hot, like a costume party award. Like people, they they gave out post-it notes to vote, and I think. I think I won, but I don't yeah, know. You can easily, yeah, you could really pull off Thor. It looked yeah, good. it was fun. We uh, I give all that credit to Haley. She thought of this like a year ago, honestly. Um, <laughs> and but we naturally waited till the week before Halloween to order the costumes because that's how it goes. But um, yeah, so that was fun. I also I had a hammer. It was sick. So I bought like a like hammer, an actual, just normal hammer, like a Thor no, hammer. It was a th- it was like a plastic Thor hammer, but it was a flask, and I put oh, beer in cool. it. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So I was pouring beer in so you, it. Yeah, I was you killed drinking, Halloween. I was drinking a hammer all night. Yeah, it was sick. People loved it. Um, so that was fun. But yeah, happy Halloween weekend and Halloween to everybody. Uh yeah, I got I got some I got some tyrants I want to go on and, and some I got some yeah, I got some things to get off my chest when we get when we get to certain things. So uh I guess we could we could run some through some of the trades that happened quick. um Kind of the big ones that stuck out to me today, obviously TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings. Uh, we got him a 2023 fourth rounder and a 2020. 2020- oh my gosh, I had the same thing happen to you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, I had the. Um, yeah, TJ Hawkinson. So we got a 2024 conditional fourth rounder. Um, how you feeling about that one, Joe? I'm pumped. So Irv goes down and he's out eight to 10 weeks. It looks like. And I think this was the lions maybe just being like, since we gave them what's it, Jameson Williams or what is the name that they got in the draft from us? That wide receiver out of Alabama. Oh, Jameson Williams. Yeah. Is that what his name is? So I think maybe this is like a, here you go. We'll give you something back. Cause I was really pissed off at what cause he was doing with the draft. Cause we really didn't get anything. We traded two wide receivers within the division, but then once we kind of, Get this trade back with Detroit. Um, I'm fired up. TJ's about 6'5", 280. Uh, he's played well this year. I think he one week he had like two touchdowns, 150 yards, and I think he had, 
he's been averaging like six yards a game. So I like it. I want to be aggressive as being a Vikings fan here too. So I think we're going full, full Super Bowl mode here. I think we're going for it. The offense is getting loaded up. I mean, Kirk's got everything. He's with Jay, uh, Jefferson, Cook, Hawkinson, Thielen, Osborne. It, we got everyone. And Madison. Guys. I mean, yeah. We got- that offense is going to be so cool. I'm glad we made this trade. Just get exciting. I was just doing some work during the day and I get the notification Vikings get TJ Hawkinson. I'm like, Oh God. I'm like, yeah, oh, so man, we gave up is- a 2023 second rounder and a 2024 third rounder. I, I forgot that you mentioned the other side of the trade. Um, at first I thought we gave up all four of those picks, but we only gave up two picks and got two picks back. Like that's a steal. I think that's a steal. Massive. Yeah. Um, I like what he did there with Quezzy. Cause I thought as soon as I saw the notification, I thought, <clears throat> excuse me, that we were going to give up like, a first round pick three second or just some crazy bargain for a tight end. I was like, Oh no, this might not be good. Then I saw it and I'm like, I like this great job. Quezzy. I really like this move. Let's get in there. Let's be competitive, have that aggressive mindset going into the end of the season too. So overall, I feel really like it's something excited. that sports fans in Minnesota, we're just not used to. And no, I feel like exactly. we just rarely ever go make these moves. So uh, it's refreshing uh, for sure. As, as we, we make that move and we'll, I think it's an awesome play. I think he's a big physical guy that, that can, Probably, honestly, he could do more, in my opinion, than probably Irv Smith can anyway. So um, if when Irv Smith comes back, we have two pretty athletic tight ends. Uh, Hawkinson can can block and, and obviously pretty big physical pass catcher as well. So that's exciting. Um, moving to another trade, I guess with the Rokon Smith trade to the Ravens, which happened earlier, and the Robert Quinn trade, which I'm not sure if we covered, were two of the bigger moves as well. Um, Probably the Bears' best two defensive players, uh, Robert Quinn going to the Eagles for a fourth rounder in 2023, Roquan Smith going to the Ravens for A.J. Klein, a 2023 second rounder and a 2023 fifth rounder. Um, it's so interesting for the the value of these trades. I, I, I'm really never how sure how to like add up picks, but Robert Quinn for a fourth rounder seems like a heck of a deal for the Eagles. Um, so He's that gone. was a big move. I think we covered that one, yeah, because we talked about Kadarius Tony too. Um, but then the, on the other side, that the Bears then traded for Chase Claypool, gave up a 2023 second rounder for Chase Claypool, which uh, I was so confused. I don't understand that one either. Uh, doesn't make any sense to me after you trade. I mean, Claypool is young; he's 24, I believe. So you're definitely going to have him for a couple years, but. Um, maybe they believe he's better. Uh, clearly they believe he's better than a second rounder in 2023 value wise. Right. I mean, that's yeah. the only way you got to look at it. I mean, who, what is Darnell Mooney, the leading receiver in Chicago right now? Yeah. So maybe feel the, the way I look or, at it. Just kind of being this... like, we don't want to go completely empty the ship. I mean, obviously that's what they're trying to do. Kind of get all the picks and everything, but then maybe at the end of the day, they're like, okay, let's get fields. I bet fields had something to say about it with like, what do you think about Claypool and maybe kind of his analytics into it? Just to kind of give him some reassurance going into end of this year and then next year, just kind of having some guys around him to just kind of cheer him up. Because I feel like if you see all these players getting leaving and kind of just emptying the tank on the season, it's not that great of a feeling being on the team. But I don't know. I was kind of just really confused with it. But I it's thought, interesting. I thought what you said kind of hit it on the head. Like I believe that this is a move to get Justin Fields a uh, uh, a hopefully a number one wide receiver right and and get used to him right so for the rest of the season obviously they're probably not making the playoffs um and 
now they're going to get comfortable with each other. I think Darnell Mooney is a good wide receiver too. So now he can kind of slide over into that position and Chase Claypool can kind of take the reins and he's never really got a chance to be the number one guy, obviously with Deontay Johnson and Juju Smith Schuster was there before. Now they have George Pickens and, and this is in Pittsburgh I'm talking about. So now he's, he can be the guy there. And I think this is like, this is like a step forward in the progression of Justin Fields from the bears point of view. They're giving him a guy. They're going to see what he can do for the rest of the year. Like, cause at some point, you know, and Justin Fields has looked awesome the last couple of weeks and, and we'll get to it as that, is that he looked, I thought really good against a really good Cowboys defense this past week. Um, so this is, yeah, I, I have to imagine this is, so they, they clearly viewed this as a win for, for value. Um, Chase Claypool, I, I, I'm not sure where his stock is right here in, in comparison to a second rounder, but they must've believed that, they weren't going to get a 2023 second round wide receiver. That's as good as Chase Claypool. So they went and got him now and, and sped up the process in order to get comfortable with him and Justin Fields for hopefully for next season. But um, I guess the somewhat of a rebuild is, is starting to take effect for uh, the bears uh, moving to the next one. And I thought this was besides the, it being uh, outside of being a biased Vikings fan. I thought this was the biggest trade of the day. Uh, the dolphins went and got Bradley Chubb. And a 2025 fifth rounder for Chase Edmonds, 2023 first rounder, and a 2024 fourth rounder to from the Broncos. Um, does this scare you? Because this Dolphins team just got a hell of a lot better, and that's right inside your Jets division. Yeah, that was pretty. That's what pissed me off that I went to Miami, obviously being in the AFC East too. And there were some rumors, maybe speculating that Bradley Chubb could go to the Jets, but kind of that the D line that the jets already have. I don't think they want to take a risk and send away a bunch of picks. So I don't think they pulled the trigger on that. Um, but yeah, it's kind of tough to see that the dolphins are getting them. Did you see the, like how, what the dolphins got like at the look of it with like the Trey Lance trade, how they acquired oh, yeah. Waddle in the pick and then Tyreek and then Chubb. like, yep. Kudos to the dolphins GM for getting all these picks and all these players to those guys. But yeah, that kind of sucks that it's in the AFC East. Bradley, how old? Brad, I think Bradley Chubb's like 24, 25, so he's still young. It's just crazy to see all these defensive, like Roquan, Bradley Chubb, and Quinn just all getting moved, like snap of a finger, just gone. Like, I thought Roquan was going to stay in the Bears forever. I thought Bradley, like these guys were both first-round picks for those teams that could be on that team for the rest of their career, and just like that, their trade in the middle of the season. So it's just crazy to see, but yeah. He's a monster, yeah. 26 he's good. years old. He's really good. So that deal, I mean, the Dolphins, after they played two last week too, and they stay healthy and if he starts balling out on the dolphins, watch out for them, but damn. And they went and got Jeff Wilson to kind of replace Chase Edmonds. I know. Um, Which is funny because now they have Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson, which is like both of the running backs from San Francisco. Um, Say that's just, so yeah, I think that, I think the dolphins are a a real, real, they're starting to look like a scary team. Um, That offense has got rolling a little bit again. Um, now that that um, two is back for a couple of weeks, um, I guess last two ones I want to talk about. Um, Naheem Hines and Dean Marlowe, both to the Bills. Um, uh, the Naheem Hines one is an interesting. Uh, he was the backup to uh, Jonathan Taylor with the Colts. And Zach Moss was a guy that they that the Bills picked uh, a couple of years ago in the draft. But. Naheem Hines is known for more of his like pass catching ability out of the backfield, which um, I guess kind of complements Singletary because Singletary is probably more of a runner. So uh, kind of another weapon uh, out of the out of the Bills offense. And they got Dean Marlowe, cornerback 
um, from the Falcons for a seventh rounder, which uh, I feel like that's just like a depth piece because the Bills are kind of banged up. But then the other one was Calvin Ridley to the Jaguars for a 2023 fifth rounder and a 2024 conditional fourth rounder, which interesting move is he's suspended for the full season this year. He'll be back next year, I guess. Um, so Jacksonville went and got another wide receiver. They're going to have him and Christian Kirk. Uh, yeah, this one was crazy. I was that's so a pretty confused. good combo, honestly. But That's a really good combo if Christian Kirk plays the way that he's been playing. And then, I mean, if they get the prime Calvin Ridley at the Jags, that's something to look out for. I was just so confused that this one came out of nowhere. I was like, what the heck, Calvin Ridley? So maybe it's just like kind of bad end with like the suspension going on in Atlanta. And maybe it's just fresh start. Let's get him out uh, of there. The Falcons too. I know they're in first place in the South right now, but like uh, they feel like a team that needs to start rebuilding too and maybe getting some picks because it's like you think at some point the Falcons got to got to be looking to get a quarterback, which is why it's, you know, I'm sure their front office people are like, why are you winning so much right now? You're four and four. Like we're trying to get one of those guys in the draft and you're making it tough on us. So yeah, it'll be interesting, but yeah, probably just kind of a Ridley wants to get out of Atlanta, moving on out of that situation and uh, moving forward. It'll be interesting to see what his career looks like, obviously after missing basically two straight seasons now, um, right in the middle of his prime. And he was unbelievable the year before. He was so Um, nasty. He's so so, good in fantasy. Yeah. Which is, it's another weapon. And he's not that old. I think he's 27, 28. But for Trevor Lawrence, ETN, Christian Kirk, like, they got some dudes down there now. And uh, it'll be fun to see next year. Obviously, the Jags kind of sucked this year. As we thought, they their hot start, they might be good. But, um, yeah, I guess we can roll then into the games. Uh, Thursday night, we had the Ravens beat the Bucks 27-22. Um yeah, I know we talked a lot at length about the the Packers and the Bucks in last episode and talked about Brady and Rodgers, but uh, I thought this game was kind of like the epitome of Brady's season so far. Again, he throws for 325 yards and a touchdown, no picks, but just like super underwhelming again. You know what I mean? Like just didn't have that that kind of Tom Brady like ability to to do things he looked very off with his wide receivers like him and Mike Evans didn't look on the same page a lot um and kind of a banged up Ravens team and they just kind of put it together and it was close down at the end like the score looks close but the, towards the end of the game you really never felt like the Bucks really had a chance I think they scored a touchdown and had a two-point conversion and the whole thing that didn't go and um so it ended up being a five-point game but uh, they were down by two scores, I think, late with like a minute left anyways. Uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson didn't have a fantastic game, but he threw for two touchdowns, no interceptions, 238 yards passing and ran for 43. Uh, are the Ravens slowly turning it on at the right time, Joe, or what's going on? I think so, but first kind of getting into the box, I think you kind of nailed it on the head. It, it's, it's just so weird. It looks like Tom Brady has like never played – with the Buccaneers before within these last two games. Like he looks, he's just screaming at the whole line. He doesn't know what's going on with the wide receivers. I feel like it just looks like there's no communication, chemistry, anything with this team right now. It's just so confusing to see with all the recent success that they've had. So yeah, it's just bizarre to see him go out there and just not really have that full confidence and control of the offense. It looks it's like the same so. guys too. That's the crazy. That's part. what you I'm what confused I mean? about. Like, it's not like they brought in anyone different. I mean, he's had some injuries to the O line with. Yeah. But same still wide receivers and running backs that he's had too. And the defense is still the same. And it's just, I don't know. It's just 
I refuse to, to believe that right he's going to go out like this, though. Like, like the divorce is final. Like, it feels like that is like maybe going to be put behind him, and now he can just, I guess, focus on football. I don't know if he wasn't. You know, there's obviously parts of that whole his personal life that I have to imagine are going into how they're doing. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. Like, it just doesn't to to fall off. I guess as as fast as he did, and like in the way that he has this season is just like very on Tom Brady. Like, like he's, you know what I mean? Like if it exactly. were come down to a physical thing, it makes sense at his age, but like, it's the, it's not being on the same page. It's, it's, you know what I mean? And obviously he's getting pressured, like nobody's business. You know, he took three sacks, like his offensive line is banged up and he's, they're kind of getting bullied back there. They have basically no rushing attack. Um, you know, Leonard Fournette had nine carries, um, so, you know, for 24 yards, like they're one dimensional right now, which is, you know, why he's 20, he's throwing like 44 to 50 attempts a game for 325 yards. He's not throwing any picks, but I don't know. It's, uh, it's not the Tom Brady that we're used to saying. I know we keep going back to that over and over again, but that's just like the, the reality of the situation. And, um, they're still in the playoff hunt, which is just ridiculous. I just God, feel like we horrible. should just. We're they just probably still will make it. Talking about just, it, I know. We're just waiting until they get that win too, and then especially with next week, they got the Rams. I mean, the Rams are three and four, and Bucks are obviously three and five. That's just that game's so crazy to think that both those teams have losing records. That it's the three twenty five CBS team too. So it's that's going to be must win game for both teams. I don't know. Whoever loses that is not going to be happy. And that is a um, true not, loser leaves town. I feel like, yeah, right? that's a, that's a really big game coming up this weekend. So yeah, that's just bizarre to say that, that those two teams have losing records when they play each other, but jump on the Ravens, man, they needed this win, especially with the, uh, that Bengals lost last night too. I think they kind of got to just keep it going from here too. So they just keep that consistency and they just keep playing decently well at offense and just keep going. I mean, they got the saints on Monday night too. So I think they could beat them and going on a little bit of win streak here. I think that's what they needed too. It's always win loss, win loss. I feel like with the Ravens. So that's what I like to yeah, see. I and mean, they've, yeah, they've played some close games this year too. So they're, they need a blowout game. They got to beat the saints by like 20 or something. Yeah. Monday night. I mean, they got some, they got like, we've, we've covered and not to keep harping on their schedule every week, but they definitely have some winnable games moving forward. So, uh, I think this is a, you know, two games in a row now for the Ravens. They're rolling a little bit. Lamar's looked decent. Um, the last couple games. Uh, so yeah, I think this is, that was a, definitely definitely a must-win game i thought for the ravens um turned out to not be that much of a must-win game because we saw the Bengals get absolutely kind of throttled by the browns last night um which we'll get to and then sunday morning in london we had broncos 21 jags 17 this is one of joe's picks let's go got this that's one, right, right baby i needed that um so yeah like i said before it's halloween weekend so i was having a few pops with the friends Saturday night, and then I woke up at about ten thirty. I want to say I totally forgot that the Broncos were playing, but they were my pick. And what I tell you, they covered and they beat the Jags twenty one seventeen. Um, I think I had a chance to catch about the last five minutes of the game, so it's good to see Russell come in there. He's doing jumping jacks or whatever the hell on the plane in there. Maybe I need keep that <laughs> keep that going. But yeah, I like I said, I I didn't really get to see much of this game, but um, Russell Wilson went for. 18 for 30, 252, a touchdown and a pick. And then uh, Tavius Murray 
Jesus, four, 46 yards and a touchdown. And then Dulich, Craig Dulich or whatever. He's been fun this year, 87 yeah. yards. So he's been getting some numbers. He's the rookie out of UCLA. But yeah, Broncos 21-17 over the Jags. Um, Jags are just, they can't win a game right now. A side note on that, the Jags, Travis, Travis Etienne's a, a dog. I got him on my fantasy team. He went for 156 and a touchdown. That dude is everything for their offense right now. So Absolutely. He's looking like the better pick out of Clemson right now between him and Trevor Lawrence. So, yeah, Jaguars need to figure it out. They just always continue to stink. Like I've said, if they have a pool at their stadium, they're going to continue to lose. And Broncos needed this win. Um, Broncos got the flipping Titans next weekend. Probably going to lose that. And then the Jaguars have Raiders, which is a really disgusting game because we'll get to the Raiders in a minute because screw you, Las Vegas. But, yeah, I got about five minutes of this game, and all I got to say is let's ride, baby. Let's ride. I, I missed it all. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah man, I told you, you're so, with you're, you're in the six, whole side of country. 630 start out here. So there was just no prayer after Halloween night. Um, yeah, that's two games. That's, so you missed that one. And then the, the Dolphin Steelers, that's complete no. It was on ESPN Dolphin, Plus, too. Dolphin, Dolphin Steelers was like a choice. That, yeah. was a, that was a choice not to watch out of me. I just didn't even like have a prayer to wake up for this. No. Uh, but in, in by the looks of it, I – and I went back and watched highlights and stuff. I don't feel like I missed that much. Like it was a that just is a London game right there. It's just it's three picks thrown between the two quarterbacks, like two touchdown passes. Like I would have loved to watch ETN run because he's a fun, fun player. But uh I think more like the story, it's kind of funny. Like it is always about Russell Wilson. Wherever he goes, it is always about Russell Wilson. And I'm so sick of it because I think he's just like I think he means well. But I think he just he needs so much attention. I heard he has his own office and the in the Broncos stadium. Like he's separated from the team. Um and you, you see shots t- being taken at him all over the league. Like you saw t- Tyler Lockett at the post game for the Seahawks. I don't know if you saw this, but he basically said, like, it's crazy what a team can do when nobody cares who gets the credit for it, you know, which is a direct shot at Russell Wilson. Um, you got Richard Sherman and and Marshawn Lynch on Richard Sherman's podcast talking about how if they wanted to get in contact with Russell Wilson as former teammates who they all three of those guys played together for a long time that they had to reach out to his manager. They couldn't even reach out just directly to Russell Wilson. Like, you know, he's just like, it's so weird because he's like, he wants all of this attention, but he does it in such a nice way. It seems like through like media and when you see him portraying himself and like a big God guy, it looks like, and he's always doing these prayers. So you don't get like that negative like it's just so weird because he just seems like such a nice guy but you don't realize that he's bringing all this attention to himself you kind of see what i'm saying oh 100%. like he just looks like he's just this great guy and he's a family guy with sierra and great kids and does everything for the community and you were like oh this guy could be a bad dude but then when you look at it it's just like this guy loves himself like everything's evolved around russell wilson which is i just think it never crosses my mind like, that but then you're like just, oh wait you look at all that stuff you're like oh yeah that guy truly just loves himself and it's just bizarre to see like the locker room. And if you want to get a hold of him talking to his manager, I'd be like, dude, what the heck? Like I just dude, answer my talking phone about man. like doing high knees on the plane. And like, everybody was like, where did this story come from? You know what I mean? Like, like who, like which one of his teammates was so sick of him. And then it was like, Oh no, he just told the reporters that like he went out of his way to be like, yeah, you know, like eight hour, eight hour plane ride. And like, I was doing high knees on the plane. I was watching film for four hours and then I did high knees for four hours. And then I, Oh, and then I took a nap for an hour and then I watched film again. It's like, dude, like nobody, like nobody cares. Nobody yeah, cares. I, it's also I like, you are an NFL quarterback. Like this is, 
this is all the assumption and the stuff that 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 we think you guys do you know what i mean like that's why like kyler murray's story about like in that contract thing that he had to watch a certain amount of film and study film like was so shocking because you're like well just like i thought i thought that was just a no-brainer for for quarterbacks you know so russell wilson putting himself in the limelight again it's just it it gets old especially because you see what seattle is right now without him with Pete carroll same same coach older Pete carroll you know what i mean like same wide receivers there, Geno Smith. And like, it, it's just such an interesting dynamic and you see Denver struggling. And obviously that's not all Russell Wilson's fault, but a large part, in my opinion, it is um, between him and Nathaniel Hackett have to take a lot of the credit there because they have weapons. They have players, obviously Javante Williams getting hurt is tough, but that defense is legit. Now they don't have Bradley Chubb, but that's it's, not it's, like, so it's not like they were it asking so him to score a ton of points. It's so bizarre to see that, that trade too. Sorry for cutting you off, but like it was oh, the... Did. With the um, even with like the Chubb trade, like after that win, I thought maybe they're gonna like they could turn this into something going on a win streak. So I didn't think like trading Bradley Chubb was gonna be like their biggest thing at the deadline. I know obviously they haven't signed a contract and it's probably gonna get 20 million a year for being um at his position by Miami, but that's where I was kind of confused that his name kept getting thrown around. I was like, maybe they might take this win and kind of roll with it, and we know how their defense is, and maybe that's a good defensive crew right there that they got. So I was just kind of it's just bizarre to see him get traded, but I think it was more just contracts and try to get some picks out of it and move on with the guys that they already have. So, yeah, I agree. But I also feel like you're like the Broncos have to like, unfortunately realize that they're in a smaller window than I think they thought with Russell Wilson. Like sure. the dude, the dude is not the same Russell Wilson as he was before. You know what I mean? Like you can say whatever about his personality, but when it comes to a strict, like we're talking football, his ability to move around and throw the football, like, he's not the quarterback he was early in his career. It's, it's very obvious to see that. And so, you know, he, he signs this big long contract. Well, you know, like it's great to go get a first round pick for Bradley Chubb, but like, you know, hopefully that first round pick plays right away, you know, cause you're going to need him next year. So they didn't have any of this season in mind. Like I can't believe the GM's probably just like, you got to be kidding me with Hackett and Russell and all the stuff that's going on with this yeah, they team. They went all in. They thought they were going to win like, right away. People were like MVP for Russell, Super Bowl contenders, and just none of this. Like, this is just the complete opposite of what you got when you signed Russell Wilson to that contract and you bring in Hackett. And it's just bizarre to see what has transpired in Denver and all the stuff that's gone around with the drama and everything behind the team. It's just, it's crazy. It's so weird. Well, and it's just so funny, too, because it's like everybody going in the season was like AFC West, AFC West, AFC West. I know, just powerhouse. All three of those teams, I think, are bad. I don't yeah, like, I think teams. the Chargers have hope, yeah. but the Broncos and Raiders are bad. Yeah. Um, and like the Chargers still could, we'll get into them, but like they, they need to start proving some people too. Yeah. Uh, moving into maybe the most exciting game of the week. And, and it's and it's starting to turn into these, these two teams seem to always have exciting games. We have Panthers 34, Falcons 37 in overtime. Uh, just to run down the end of this game, PJ Walker throws an absolute Hail Mary pass. That's like the to, best pass of the year an absolute dime um, to DJ Moore and to tie the game up. Right. So it's, it's 34, 34 after that catch. And then in the celebration, DJ Moore takes his helmet off to celebrate um, after he like leaves the back of the end zone. So he catches it kind of in the back of the end zone, takes his helmet, helmet off, starts celebrating. They then flag him for 15 yards because he took his helmet off, which I think is a stupid rule. And then, 
the extra kick, extra point is then moved from 33 yards, which is all the extra points. And then it's moved back to what, 48 yards. And they miss it. Panero misses it, sent it to overtime. Then Mariota throws a pick in overtime. And then they ha- the Panthers have another chance to kick a field goal and win the game. And they miss it again. Panero, baby. Like oh. 30, this one was like 30 yards. And then the Falcons go down and kick a field goal to win it. So tough bid for Panthers fans, uh, especially because if they win that game, they would have been in first place in the, in the NFC South, which is insanity because yeah, now they're crazy. two and six. And you're like, oh, they were actually one way, one win away from uh, doing that. But I thought, uh, again, fun game. PJ Walker's fun right now. He just flies the ball around. Um, Dante Foreman ran for 118 yards. But but more on that penalty, I just thought it was ridiculous that like that was so dumb. Like I just I think that was it's so such dumb. A, like this goes back to years ago too in the NFL when they when they were trying to really cut down on the celebrations and the touchdown dances and stuff. And, you know, they've gotten away from that because, you know, the defense can go and like, if they get a pick, the defense can go run to the other side of the field. Right. The whole team pose in front of the camera, but DJ Moore catches the game tying hail Mary touchdown. And he just wants to celebrate and takes his helmet off to celebrate. Especially like 15, 15 yards, dude. I don't get that too. And like, that's the same as roughing the passer. If you like, catch a touchdown, take your helmet off and do something like just absolutely absurd. I could get that. But like in the heat of the moment when this tie game and it's a Hail Mary and a guy takes his helmet off, like there should be a little bit of understanding between the rest being like, okay, he just took his helmet. It's fine. Like they just tied the game up with eight seconds left in the game. I feel like it's not that big of a deal. So it's not like he's air humping the thing or throwing his stuff in the stands or doing anything bizarre like that. So I was just pissed off that, I mean, it was tie game 30. It was a bomb by PJ Walker and jumping on the Panthers thing too. I think they're just playing with like, fuck it mentality. Like, let's just go out there and just, we don't even care. Like, let's just go throw some numbers around. Let's just get nuts with this. They win that they're in first place. So, I mean, I don't even, I don't even know more than like six guys on the Panthers and they're just running around. It looks like they're having fun, but they got screwed over. It feels like with this loss. So it's they like we said, they had a chance to win it again. Yeah, and, and they, they still lost it. Yeah, the, pe- but, um, the penalty is just dumb. You shouldn't be able to get yeah. a penalty to take your helmet off with eight seconds left tying the game on a Hail Mary. So screw yeah, the NFL I, for that. But I agree. This is a, it, like they're they're a team that I feel like you can't overlook, even though they're two and six. Like it feels like the Falcons at this point too. Like both teams are just kind of like like this is just going to be a grinder of a game. Like you think that they you know are going to be able to get rid of them, and it's just you know, not going to be the case because they somehow find a way to claw back in the games. Both teams do. And Panthers just straight up whooped the bucks the other week. And um, the interim coach is just, you know, he's balling out there. Wilkes, I think his name yeah, is Wilkes. right. Um, he's a Carolina guy through and through. He's like from there, I believe. Um, so it's just like a, an exciting little run and then moving to the Falcons, we got them at four and four and they're in first place, the NFC South. And I hope they win division. Honestly, at this point, like if the Buccaneers, like screw it, give the Falcons division. Like it's just, Oh, this division just pissing me off. And if Brady and those guys can't figure it out, but Hey, like we said, coming in this year, it's just a bizarre year with the NFL, the teams that we didn't think we're going to be winning. And that's where I'm just like, screw it. Had the Falcons win it. Maybe win a playoff game. I don't play the Vikings. We'll, we'll stop them, but yeah, I think it's the Vikings. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Uh, 
I don't know. I mean, I, I really just don't believe in this team at all, which is fine because yeah. I'm sure they really don't who care who believes in them. Suck. But they, they, there's they no suck. way. Just, there's just no way they they make the playoffs. But at the nope. same point, like the Bucks haven't looked good at all, and yeah, it doesn't really matter if the Fal- if the Falcons just keep winning games and realistically it looks like the leader of that like who's going to win that division is going to be what 10 and 8 I'm or, t- sorry, it might be a 5 and, 10 and like 7 a, or 9 and 8 a game above 500 type of yeah. this is like the NFC East of last year it's it's horrible yeah so not much more to say i think it's just like there was no did you even like did you see the fans at the game too there was like 10 people when this overtime was going on at the falcons game yeah there was no one in the seats Tough. i was like what it's an overtime of five minutes and there's 35 people there what the uh, hell so, atlanta some some yeah but the falcons you know atlanta fans are usually pretty pretty good but probably just thought it was the panthers they but, just all go to georgia games now they, yeah, always, they just say, forget yeah. the falcans are there they watch the braves the and the georgia games. football team uh, next game we had Dallas 49 over the bears 29, um, 29 points out of the bears offense though. I thought was to win for them. Yeah. Justin Fields, Fields is getting a little bit of groove. Yeah. He's 17 for 23, which like 17 completions is, you know, he only threw for 151 yards, but I think just moving the ball in general, he threw for two touchdowns. Like they, ran the ball for 240 yards, which I thought was awesome. Um, you know, he ran for 60 yards himself and a touchdown. So he, you know, he, he, he scored three touchdowns by himself against the, the Cowboys defense, which is a really legit defense. So, uh, I think the Cowboys are the third best team in the NFC, um, behind the, the Eagles and Vikings, but Dak looked good. Uh, Look great. I had him in fantasy this week too, and he was getting some points. So I think he had a was a rushing touchdown and then two touchdowns in the air and a pick. But I thought yeah, it Tony good. Pollard looked awesome. Ran for Dog. three touchdowns on fourteen carries and one hundred thirty-one yards. Like that's he went off every time I turned that game on. I feel like he was rushing for like twenty yards and a touchdown on that play. So good job for Pollard. Easily just showing why he could be RB one within this league. But yeah, those guys look good. Cowboys just need to kind of tighten tighten up that defense a little bit, but overall, Cowboys are starting to get in that groove with Dak getting back, and they can be a team to watch out for if they keep playing like this. That Eagles Cowboys game, it's in Dallas. That next game, that's going to be sweet. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that because Dak was out with um, his injury for the first game, so that game's going to be crazy. Yeah, and you had Michael Parsons picking up a fumble and returning it and looking like a like a running back with the ball, like he looked. Yeah, he's just palming it and just. Dude, all the way down the field. He's huge. Again, returning to my table. How does no one touch him on that, too? He's going to win. Justin Fields jumped right over. Yeah. Well, I think that's like a, that was more of like a, oh, I don't want to land on my cleat with this guy, but like, I don't know. Yeah. Should have just touched him. He would have been down. No, no, uh, scoop and score there, but he's just a, just a game breaker, man. He's just different. Cowboys look good. They're going to be looking good. So, Cowboys are rolling. Uh, I still think that, you know, they're not probably not going to catch the Eagles in that division, but that's a, that's another good win for them showing some offensive strength too, which is, I know the bears defense isn't that great, especially after um, losing some of their guys. Uh, But you know, wins uh, 49 points is 49 points in the NFL. So Cowboys offense rolling a little bit, which probably we thought moving forward was going to be their, their weakness. So that's, 
I guess good to see for Cowboys fans. Uh, you know, Dak. You know, scored a running stay touchdown. Healthy. Yeah, just stay healthy and just stay healthy. Try Dak. not to throw I've said the this picks. Before. Just don't, just don't die out there. Don't blow your leg up. You keep this going. Defense is the way it is. Michael Parsons is a freak. Diggs will be Diggs out there and probably let up fifty yards, but then have two picks somehow. And then, yeah. I, I like the Cowboys coming. This season's going to be sweet. It's going to be sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'll have a finish with the NFC. Hopefully a little NFC championship game. Vikes, Cowboys. Vikes win. But, um, yeah, I like the Cowboys. Don't like Philly, even though they're really good. But I just, for some weird reason, my in my gut, was saying Dallas could beat these guys. Maybe they just got that dog. Yeah, I think year. Dallas is going to beat them in their regular season game, and I think Philly will beat them in the playoffs. Damn it. Be, we don't want that, dog. It's going to be in And then Philly, we play dude. Cowboys well, championship. Just, I'm telling you what's going to happen. I'm not telling you what I want to happen. I would love for all these teams to lose and the Falcons somehow make it to the NFC Championship game against us. We play the Falcons at home. We beat the shit out of the Falcons. I hope all the quarterbacks' legs break week 17. And everyone's got their backup in the playoff. No, they, they, all just, they all just... Besides Kirk and TJ Hawkinson. Oh! Let's go, baby. Um, sick. Yeah, well, the, the Cowboys, too, is like, you know... Like I said, they're probably not going to catch the Eagles. So coming out of that, like the wild card spot, that's a tough first game. Cowboys coming into town, and I like I feel like the Cowboys are going to be a better road team than they are at home. Like I don't know what it is. Like I just don't feel like at least the Cowboys of old, and maybe this is just like Dak not being that scary of a quarterback to me. But like, like I feel like the Cowboys would be better on the road in certain spots than they would be at home in Dallas. So catching it's crazy them if after week eight. So if the season ended today. Eagles get the one seed. It would be the seven seed, which is the Niners versus the Vikes at home. So Niners versus the Vikes at home. Then it would be the Giants against the Seahawks in Seattle. And then it would be the Cowboys against the Falcons in Atlanta. That'd be scary. That'd be, I mean, Cowboys, that'd be I great. Want Vikings, that. I, don't want, I don't want to play the 49ers first game. No, I don't want to play them at all. That would be te- terrible. I would. Pick- I know. I want to play the Falcons. I hope we follow five or something. Like that. I, it's. Uh, I saw that and I was like, "You got to be kidding me." Okay, but but realistically, I know you said if it ended today, like the 49ers are going to finish higher than that. Like, I yeah, I, I truthfully I, believe that they're going to like the Seahawks are not going to win that that division. I would love to see the Seahawks make the playoffs out of a wild card spot, but I think the 49ers are better better than a four and four team now. But they are four and four. That's the reality of where they're at. But. um I think over the over the rest of the season they're going to get Debo healthy. Now they have a bye this week, and and McCaffrey looked awesome, which we'll get to. Uh, but the next game we had was Dolphins thirty one, Lions twenty seven. Uh, two of throws for three hundred eighty two yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Looks awesome. Uh, God, he looked good. If he doesn't get hurt, I'm going to pose this question to you. If he doesn't get hurt, and Within he's that, been having the season earlier in the is year, is he like a top five MVP? Yeah. Yeah, probably. If he doesn't get at blow his head out, probably he's like he looks insane. He was balling. Like I mean, numbers it is Detroit. are ridiculous. Yeah, he's throwing up stats too, and that's why we were saying earlier, Chubb coming over too. This team's gonna be pretty scary. They're, I don't think they're gonna win the division after they get the Bills, but they're gonna be a scary team. And I, he probably would be up there with an MVP votes if he just didn't get hurt. I mean, his number. It's I feel like every time he plays, he throws for over at least three hundred yards and. Two picks at least. So he's going off. Thing with the Lions, they were up 21-7. I was like, oh yeah, this is this gonna be a Lions win. Here we go. They blow it. Those they suck. Lions are really bad. They're Dan Campbell's gonna get fired. I don't it's just brutal. And then yeah, Dolphins are 
starting to make a push here. If this team just, if they stay healthy, watch out for the dolphins. I like that, but talk about getting Bradley Chubb too. And, and, Waddle and Hill and you know people are like oh they built this team for Tom Brady and now Tua just gets to like reap the benefits of it and it's it's legit because it's Tyreek Hill is just uh, like he's absurd Nuts. and I was just gonna get 188 yards man like I thought this guy was gonna have a little bit of down this guy's going he's like on pace for Calvin Johnson's yardage record or whatever I, I know it's insane dressed. and like damn you don't need Mahomes Tua was out. He was the amount of separation that dude can just like, he just is so much quicker and twitchier and faster than, than anybody trying to guard him that like, you just like, don't even know where he is. Like he's in front of you, then he's not, or he cuts and then he's wide open and like you get him the ball. And then his just classic, like I'm going to run back five yards and then run five or, and then run like 25 yards by, you You know what I mean? It's just, he's fun to watch. And Waddle's just a, a monster too. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, I think the Dolphins this year to me are like a better version of like what the Bengals were last year. Like you have these two just monster wide receivers. You got a quarterback that loves to sling the ball around, but like Dolphins defense to me is like better than what the Bengals were at times last year. Um, so it'll be fun to see what this, this Mike McDaniels team is moving forward. And uh, I think they got a real shot to, to come chase down your jets, unfortunately to, in that yeah, division. I don't want to get into it, Jake. I, I know. I, 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 can, good. I can get into it I if mean, you AFC, want. East, look at the teams in the AFC. It's a hell of a division right now. It's one of the best divisions in the league. But oh, Both of the East well, are. Uh, NFC East, AFC East, bro. They're both Of course this happens when the Jets are good. This, everyone just starts playing their asses off, of course. But yeah, but, but does the Patriots no be in the Miami bottom either. of the division? Like, that's crazy. That's fun for me to see. Is the Patriots down being at 4-4 four and, four and in last place? That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Screw you, New love England. It. Patriots been Boston. I'm sick of Boston. I'm sick of New England. I'm sick of yeah. all these teams. I still love Jason Tatum. Shout out Jason Tatum. But the only uh, reason I like Boston is because the time we went on the road trip and the great memories we made there. That's the only thing I have on that city. Yeah. Other than that, screw them. Put them Not even Boston all my memories today. were good. Remember my chafe I got on that trip? It was terrible. That's right. And oh, we were in those Cooper's shorts. Town. Yeah, that's those H&M too. shorts from Times Square. Remember? I bought it at H&M. I can't believe we took a minivan through Times Square. I can't believe that, that thing made it the entire thing. trip. Yeah. And, I, made all and I got a parking went, ticket. Next summer, went to uh, Toronto and back too. Then it got yeah, stolen. We'll Homeless guy lived uh, in it. It's crazy. That van's seen it all. Uh, Damn. Shout out Vans. Shout out Vans. Mini Vans. <laughs> but yeah, Dolphins <laughs> Dolphins are right on the Jets' heels, man. Dolphins They're, might be back. Yeah, I'm trying to stay quiet with this team. They're probably – but watch them. They're going to lose to the Bears. This is something that maybe that's just kind of going to Miami. Crazy. Boom. Bears. Maybe Fields plays a little hot. Chase Claypool, 300 yards, bam. It's in Chicago. Maybe they pull that one out just because everyone's like, oh, yep, Dolphins, like we've been saying. Maybe in the way we've seen the NFL this year, Tua throws for, I'm going to go two touchdowns, two picks, 232 yards. Bears, I was looking back at some of his stats. He's not, he's not had that crazy stats. Besides the Ravens game where he threw for six touchdowns. Like okay, well, we, don't have, we don't have like – monitors and stats coming at us we're just going straight from the eye test and memory here you could tell me he's got 30 touchdowns i totally believe you you know well, that? He, he's missed a bunch of games but yeah he he's had some even when they beat the bills like he didn't have that great of a game because i feel like he wasn't even on the field like the bills had the ball the whole entire game but uh Tua is definitely has the ability to 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 really go off and i, I could see him at, you said he, they're playing the bears next week yeah yeah he's gonna torch them 
I mean, I think I think he's gonna torch him. Okay, you three hundred sixty yards, three touchdowns, one pick. I said two hundred. I think I just said something different twenty two minutes ago. You said two picks. Two. I said two picks, two touchdowns, like two seventy one. Um, Bears twenty seven, Dolphins twenty one. That wow. happens. Picking a Bears. That happens. Huh? You think Chase Claypool is a difference maker over I there? He, I think he goes off. I think he gets two hundred. I can see that yards. game being a shootout higher than that, like thirty seven, thirty four. All right, overtime. Book it. Let's do it. 37-34 I like the Bears in that game. Dolphins. You heard, it here for, heard it here first, folks. Put Chicago your pick Bears. on it then. Put one of your picks on it. Uh, that's for Thursday, man. You never know well, what I know. I know what I'm just saying. You put your, put your money where your mouth is then. All right. Let's ride. Um, wait, let me check that spread. They probably already got Yeah, Miami by five. Screw it. Give me the Bears. Plus five? Minus five in Chicago, a very, very intimidating stadium that they want to take down and move. Yep. Chicago's this might be the week for to, to, to try to like get some good lines in there with, you know, Vegas probably not being able to accurately, like really accurately um, decide like what these trades mean for different teams. You know, guys that like, game's gonna, yeah, you know what I mean? What am I like the Bears defense is going to be, but like Chase Claypool, oh, Sean, maybe he's a monster. They just traded everyone. Who am I kidding? The Bears going to get smoked, but hey. You can't edit on these things. You can't go back and edit. So I've got to stick with the Chicago Bears. Uh, speaking of the NFC North, we got our wonderful Vikings, 34, Score, Cardinals, 26. And, and and I'm I'm so sick. Like, you go around the league and you listen to people talk about the, the NFL and this and that. And the disrespect that the Vikings consistently get is just unbelievable brutal. to me. I, I, so don't, I, I don't understand it. Like how is how are the the Bills the Bills beat the Packers which we'll get to and Josh Allen throws some really bad picks in my opinion like really bad picks and somehow that Bills win is just like an amazing game and the Vikings stomp the Packers and we don't get any credit like I I don't understand it I don't understand no every ranking too like there's teams that have like three losses that are ahead of the Vikings in some of these rankings I've seen that's then you just go to the Good Morning Football and all these talk shows in the morning that I watch too, and no one really just believes in the Vikings. And we've said it before too; it's been five and one, and just kind of look at the other teams that were five and one. Well, now we're six and one we're on a five-game win streak, and, and the only fucking team we've lost to is the best team in the NFL. I know it; it makes no sense to me why everyone keeps counting us out, but I kind of hope they do. And then this might be the year that we just shut everyone up because that would just be really brutal if we turned out to be like the Dallas Cowboys last year, who went like thirteen and three, and then lost right away to the Niners and everyone picked the Niners were going to beat him. So I guarantee whoever we play in that first round of the playoffs, everyone's going to hammer that wild card team. Yeah. But like, it, it's so annoying that everyone just keeps thinking that the Vikings are bad. They're just waiting for like Kirk to throw 450 yards, five picks. And we're supposed to win like That's 42 to 10 against him, the, though, and he, he the Bills. He doesn't need to do that. If we smoke the Bills, we're the greatest team of all time. Hell yeah. Book yeah. it. We're going to be, we're going to be like seven point underdogs. Dude, we're playing the fucking Commanders this week, and we're only three point favorites. Three points yeah. over the Washington Commanders. Yeah, with Taylor. And I got Haneke people ranking the Forty Niners over the Vikings. This is Kurt's comeback game too. I don't think he's played Washington. Revenge. On the yeah, look at us. The tension's getting hot. Screw everyone else. School, baby. Dude, I'm serious. I they don't got TJ Hawkinson. Start being the uh-uh. bad boys of the NFL. That's what the Vikings need to be. I need to be. That's why I just hope everyone keeps saying that the Vikings are going to suck and that we. We don't deserve it, and then boom, Super Bowl, shove it up your hoop, people. And you know what the boom. crap is too is is the is Kevin O'Connell not getting the like everybody is just on their knees 
on Brian Dable. Like yep. Brian Dable. I said this. it too. Brian Dable. I was on my knees for Brian Dable. But well, I am too. No, I, I'm a little bit too. I'm like a, yeah. I'm like half kneeling, half he's kneeling, one knee down, one knee up type of thing. He's been you balling. Know? He's been awesome. And I understand that the Giants roster is not what the Vikings roster is. But like, where's the credit for Kevin O'Connell winning close games, them being six and one? Like the Giants lost. I know they don't have the roster at the Vikings have. That's fine. But like, Where's the credit for Kevin O'Connell? First year head coach, first time doing this. He's six and one to start his career. He's winning close games. And like you look around the league and all these teams are losing to just random games. You have the Chiefs losing to the Colts, right? Okay. Vikings lost to the Eagles. Yeah, we got it was a tough game to watch. But like it's also the Eagles. They've been doing that to everybody. Like I, I think the Eagles are the best team in the NFL right now. I think they're better than the Bills. They don't have any losses. How can they not be? You know, at this some way, point, with the you rankings. can play this. You can <laughs> so play this bad. game of like who we think is better, this and that. Like we can make these predictions, but at the end of the day, like you look at a team, they're six and one. We've won six games. We've lost one game. That is the second best record in the NFL to only the Eagles, who are seven and zero, who we lost to. Like you know what I mean? Like there are bad losses all around the NFL. Like people are still like, oh, I bet you, if, I bet you, if the Bucks made the playoffs today, people would be like, nah, we might take the Bucks over the Vikings. Like that's 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 insane. The Bucks yeah, lost to the fucking Panthers. The Vikings need some credit. No one's showing love to this team. And you're right, statistically wise, the Eagles are the best team in football. I mean, they haven't lost the game, and we're six and one. We should be the second best team in the league. Like everyone should just kind of shut their hoots and let this roll out. And I like I I'm just so used to it though. We're on a five game win streak. We do the same thing every weekend. I wake up Monday morning, and everyone says the same thing about us. We'd have to beat. Um, like the 72 dolphins to make people <laughs> happy. Only way to get like, I don't know what the Vikings can do to make people happy for some, everyone just doesn't like us because they just think we're going to lose and break down. But you know what? That's not this year. People figure it out. We're six no. and one. We got a new Kevin. We don't have Mike Zimmer anymore. I'll tell you that. Oh dude, we, we have a different Kirk. Kirk's got swag this year. He's wearing chains. Yeah, he's he's pretty and like, and we got revenge game, like big Kirk game. And I don't care about primetime. I don't, I think it was more about the Eagles than it was primetime. You could say the primetime in this Kirk, and yeah, he doesn't have a great record, but the Eagles, the Eagles were dominant, and they still are, and they're just picking apart teams. So to me, I don't see that as like a terrible loss. It was early in the year too; like we're still getting used to Kevin O'Connell's offense, but we're doing what we need to. You know what I mean? And 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 we're not perfect, but no NFL team is, and all that matters is winning games. And we're gonna roll into the playoffs as a two seed, so pumped behind the Eagles. Vikings are gonna finish. 14 13. and 3. 14. Come on. Eagles, this is Eagles, sick. Eagles Screw everyone. This pisses me off. Yeah, let's go. And I hope they start playing like that too. And Patrick Peterson is awesome, by the way. I know we keep talking about the yeah, offense. He's but. been keeping receipts on that whole entire organization. I did not oh. know this, by the way. It's Steve Kime, GM or owner. I can't remember what he is of the Cardinals. I think he's the GM, I want to say. Or whoever Steve Kime is, uh, apparently doesn't like to call Patrick Peterson. And some dude was like leaving emails on his locker was like, you saw call this hate mail at his time in Arizona. I don't know what the whole story was, but it was just bizarre. And he, even Jordan Hicks too, like both these guys got the game balls for the Vikings after the game. Great to see because Jordan Hicks was on the Cardinals as well. Pastor Peterson just does not like Arizona, I guess. And he's been playing he's been, awesome. He's been balling year, out. Dude. Yeah. He's, he's, he's Todd Smith celebration. Now? Dude, Zadarius right Smith? Yeah. We're good. We are good, Jake. The, the Vikings NFL are good. Like, Dude, I'm fired up every yeah, week. We say this every weekend. We do the same damn thing. Let's just keep it going. No one Hell else yeah. believes. Keep it, Dude, keep, say what you want to say. Three sacks. 
He had four tackles for loss. He's a monster. Dude, the Vikes are unreal at U.S. Bank, too. Like, I, we, we yes, bro. In, at home. Our winning percentage home at playoff home is games. just scary. We're going to get home playoff games. 14 and three. Let's go. 14 everyone's and three. Everyone's breaking their legs. We're going to upset some team, too. Uh, tell yeah, me. The Bills. I hope it's the fucking Bills. I hope we march into Buffalo and walk off field goal. Walk off field goal to, to prove everybody wrong that we can kick field goals, even though uh, Joseph missed an extra point this yeah, past he sucked, week. but. And then Kirk Cousins jumps into a table. And, oh, yes, builds him off. On the plane ride home, he just absolutely barrels into it. That would be sick. Right. Harrison my neighbor, Smith, my neighbors too? are going to hate Harrison me. I'm but Harrison Smith's been playing awesome, too. God, yeah, I forgot about him. Pick. Oh, my God. Patrick Peterson was doing a dance in the middle of the field while Harrison Smith caught the pick. Oh, I love our schedule. Bring it on. We play the Cowboys after the Bills. Oh, yeah, and the Pats, and then the Jets. Monster. Hope, they, hope they tie in that, but then. Yeah, we got we got great. Kevin O'Connell, Brian Dable head to head on New Year's or Christmas Eve. Oh, I'm fucking fired up, Joe. This Let's is so, dude. This is. I'm gonna get so wasted on Thanksgiving and watch us beat the Patriots. Like I'm just gonna be stuffing myself with turkey and gravy. Let's go. So many Let's beers. Go. Pats come to town. Just the double birds. You guys can't see this, but I'm currently flicking out the Patriots. So. Yeah, I want to get tickets to that fucking media, media, keep doing your thing. The Vikings are a horrible football team, and we're nothing, and we're a bad 6-1 team. Keep saying it. Keep saying it. Yeah, but we just got better because we got TJ the Hawkinson. 6'5", 285. Uh, Caucasian, tight end from Iowa. Sick hair. Sick hair. And he's a tight end from Iowa, which means you know he's a monster because all they do is produce tight ends. Yep. Yep. All right. That's idiots. The media, idiots. Well, there's our our Vikings rant. Uh, That's cool. Yeah. You know, Kyler, two good. picks again. Yeah, he Call, can't win a game. Call of Duty just came D-hop, out. D-Hop, had him they, at the flex. They do look a lot better with D-Hop, I will say. That's um, what I said so, two podcasts ago. I said that this team could get hot. I, I think you're right. I think this team can get hot. But I think they tried to get hot against the wrong team. And the Vikings are monsters. Yeah. So and they're going to beat the Vikings. Yeah. But D-Hop looks like a freak. That guy's 30 years old, and he is just putting up points. Um, I'm telling yeah, you, Kyler, bro, his Kyler suspension, his suspension was great for him. He got so much rest. Yeah. Kyler can't win a big game either. No. He's probably playing so much COD too, right? Oh, it's probably more than Patrick me. Peterson was doing oh my God. COD celebration. Yeah. Oh, so sick. Bikes are sick. Vikings People are so dude, dumb. They've got some. <laughs> Vikings awesome. got some cojones, dude. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. It just feels different. Like, I know we've been good in the regular season before, but this feels like a, like a different type of, like, I know it's like, it is Mike Zimmer, bro. We don't have Mike Zimmer anymore. This team has an identity. They're having fun together. Like people, the more and more I listen to like ex NFL players or current NFL players talk about, and mostly ex NFL players, because I feel like they can like, you know, really like give more in depth because they're no longer on the team and stuff like that. They're retired, you know, like how much that those camaraderies in these locker rooms mean. Like when you're talking about such a physical sport and such a, like a, like a, you got to go put your nuts out there, put it on the line. Like, that that type of stuff matters, you know? And, like, I truthfully believe that this Vikings team, like, has that. Like, we've won close games. We've come back in games. Like, we've – you know what I mean? Like, and everybody's like, oh, you barely beat the Lions, this and that. Like, I don't care what you say, but in-division indiv- in games are tough to win. Like, it doesn't matter who the team is. Like, it is tough to win division games. Those are the games – like, the Lions get up to play us, the Bears, and the Packers. Like, those are their biggest games of the year. So – for us to win games, it's all that matters, and we're doing it. So, 
But keep down us. Honestly, keep doing it. Keep giving, keep giving the Vikings more locker room material, bulletin board material. Like keep giving it to us. We want this is it. Sick. Shout we out to it. I just saw um so TJ Hawkinson just came out with his Instagram post for Ooh, Detroit. I'm gonna read it. I know. Uh this was his jersey in Detroit, but oh, I think okay. I don't think there's an 88, but I'm gonna read it. It says Detroit, I can't tell you how appreciative I am to the city and the fan base for accepting me and my family from the start. All the teammates and coaches that I've been with here and helped every step of the way. Now he does a little space in the in the caption. Minnesota, all capital letters. Oh, let's turn Man, I'm up. so excited. I can't wait to be a part of this organization been a midwest kid since day one and can't wait to be back lfg hashtag school put that on that sick let's go clap it up tj welcome come on this is unreal he says lfg hashtag school minnesota all capital letters with three exclamation points you know how hard that is three no one does three breaking news too the college football playoff was just released rankings first rankings shoot really do you want to guess the four Oh uh, yeah, I guess. In order. I, I guess before I can read my four if you want. My my to give you a second to think. Uh, I thought it was gonna be Ohio State one, Tennessee two, Georgia three, Michigan four. Oh, uh, okay. Um I'm going Georgia, Ohio State, Tennessee, Alabama. It is Tennessee at one. Wow, really? Ohio State at two, Georgia three, Clemson four. Okay. Michigan five, Bama six, TCU seven, Oregon eight, USC nine, LSU ten. We'll get to that. Sorry, I just uh, I just remembered that because again, my 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 whole time perception is so thrown off being out there because the college football playoffs show usually is like seven o'clock, you know, Central Time. Right, I'm checking them out now, bro. What they threw UCF at twenty USC? There they are. Ooh, they do not like UCL. Oh no, they're at twelve. All right, okay. all right. We yeah, got, we'll we got to we gotta wrap. Sorry, <laughs> we gotta, we sorry. Gotta, we gotta, we gotta, no, I, I shouldn't. Cool I shouldn't too. This it is up. sick. This is a great podcast already. Uh, I don't even really want to talk about this game. I was so upset, but like we'll cover it because we both picked the Raiders. Raiders zero, Saints twenty four. Kamara just dominated and like Thought he, he had nine receptions for ninety six passing yards, two touchdowns, like. Taysom Hill through for like I just I don't understand the Raiders like they look so good like their offense should be so much better than it is I mean Devonte Adams had one catch for three yards what? yeah it sucks too because did he get hurt like we said, we, yeah we bet on him too and what the hell Raiders this is your time they're gonna win four straight games and they got the Jaguars next and the spreads out minus one it's like. God wants us to do that same thing and take the Raiders, but I don't think we can because what we just saw over the week, they didn't score a single point. With our hard-working money on the line, they don't throw up a single point. It's ridiculous. Their I think I'm still taking them. In a pick. I still think I'm taking them. I know. I will Jacksonville. take them. Is it uh, in Las Vegas? No, it's in Jacksonville. Ah, it doesn't matter. They're going to pool. I got, the, uh, I got Las Vegas. I think I'm going yeah, back. <laughs> I got the Chicago Bears and the Las Vegas Raiders. What a hot, hot start, Joey. But uh. Yeah, the Raiders can't figure it out. They uh, they should just tank and get a sick draft pick. Maybe get C.J. Stroud. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Screw man. you, Derek Carr. That was my uh, game. I thought that was going to be my lock of the week. Dude, it was not yeah, my lock man. I, I really, I, I, there's I nothing much to say. I mean, I they suck. They literally blew that game. It was against the Saints. The Saints are bad. They have Andy Dalton, who's been in the year for 75 years. Tomorrow, okay, that makes sense. But you got to beat the Saints. You got to do that. You got to know what Andy Dalton Saints, not Sean Payton, Drew Brees Saints. This is an Andy Dalton Saints. 
they know Miserable. how big this podcast is too. And if they know we're picking the Raiders, it'd be kind of sick if the Raiders yeah. won. Nope, not my life though. Screw all right, you. next game is all I'll you, I'll take you next week, Las Vegas. Patriots 22, Jets 17. All right, folks, I came into the week. I was going to say Jets 17, Patriots 14. Um, the New York Jets did not beat the New England Patriots. This has been 13 years in a row now, I think, that we haven't beat the Patriots. 13 games that we haven't beat the Patriots. Let me get to this, too. I think it was it was 10 to 3. The Jets were up. Mac Jones was on 25-yard line. He throws a pick six. We get it gets called back. I can't remember what the flag was, but it gets called back for the pick six. Um, then the game goes on. They score that next drive. They got a field goal to make it 10 six. Um, and then they would later on score a touchdown from Jacoby Myers to make it 13 10. That was our defense was playing good. We have good defense. I like that about the Jets. Let me get into this. I haven't bashed on him a lot this year because he's been maintaining a consistent job at quarterback. Zach Wilson, 355 yards, two touchdowns, three picks. 355 yards. I love that. Great job. Your picks, buddy. You got to figure it out. Every time this guy scrambles, he goes back 10 yards. Then he does a little loop-de-loop, and he wants to throw the ball out of bounds. But he just fully doesn't commit to that because he thinks there's a guy behind the defender. So he, like, half-asses it out of bounds. And then some dude, some cornerback, it's probably one of the McCourty brothers, stands there with two feet, like, just hovering over the sidelines and snags a pick. He did it twice to him. I couldn't – I was freaking out. I was like, Zach, just throw the ball out of bounds. Or throw the ball out of bounds. You know the guys that. Well, didn't you see what he said after the game too? That basically he he gets like bored of going three and out and throwing the ball away. Okay, I'll give it to him too. For him coming back and scrambling all over the place, that's one thing. Our O line is not great right now. We just lost Vera Tucker to the ending. We he's on the IR, so he's done for the rest of the year. And we lost back then. He was out, so our our O line's not great. It's probably the worst in the league. But I'm doing a think like one of those plays on my fingers right now with I'm making the play up. He literally runs back 10 yards. Like he'll get it. Like he doesn't go left or right. He'll go back, do another loop de loop. And then he just does not know how to get rid of it. And it pisses me off because we've seen this for the first two years. He always does this. He's got so many picks. That's what I said. You don't have to throw a touchdown. Just don't throw interceptions, Zach Wilson. And oh, it's just yeah, frustrating. I think it's just like big cats. He says it's going to be a learning moment, Madden, but it's like, you know? oh man, you got to, I, when's this learning moment going to be Wilson? We're five and three. They're not going to start Flacco because the team, I mean, you just can't. So Mike White. Gotta, oh, I'm sorry. That was just a little rant. I still believe in the guy. I, cause I'm a Jets fan. So I have to believe in Zach Wilson, but you just got to figure out that you don't have to throw the ball like that when you're trying to get rid of it. And uh, the run game wasn't there. We didn't use James Robinson. He only had five rushing attempts for like 17 yards. So Michael Carter got 26 yards and was leading the team. That's just probably because James Robinson doesn't know the full playbook. Give him a full week. He'll probably make a run. Yeah, yeah. Balls, just like but, McCaffrey. Um, Garrett Wilson, 115. He's looking great. Love to see that out of the guy. Elijah Moore, uh, I just don't understand. Honestly, thought Elijah Moore was going to get traded today. I thought he was going to get traded. He didn't. In the post game, he's like, what's your chemistry like with Zach Wilson? He goes up. I don't know. Don't really have one. He doesn't throw me the ball much. Elijah, I loved you. You're kind of pissing me off the last three weeks with all this trade talk, and now you're kind of saying this and the thing. I just don't know what to say. It just frustrates me, too, because it's the New England Patriots, and we can't find a way to beat them. I generally thought this was a game we were going to beat them. We had the all-black jerseys. Did you see that with the green chrome? You it was sick. nasty. It was I sold out. I think the only issue, life. I think the yeah, issue is, is that they lost the week before. Like, if the Patriots would have beat the Bears, I think you you would have had a better chance to beat them. Yeah, but like a Belichick off a loss, like a, an embarrassing loss to the Bears, like that, like made it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man, dude, this team. I just wanted that game so bad just to beat the Patriots. I mean, we do play them again, but 
just my biggest takeaway. You guys are better on the road, too. You guys are I know, one and three and at home. We were on a four-game win streak when we wore the white jerseys with the black pants, and I knew as we stopped that combo in the back of my head we were going to lose, but damn it. Damn it, Jets. Zach Wilson. See, here's the thing, though. Come on, like stop this. throwing the picks, man. Stop throwing the picks. I've said yeah. this so many times. You don't have to throw for 300 yards and seven touchdowns. Just do not throw interceptions. And he's just giving the ball to the other team. So he says stats aren't important to him. Guess what, buddy? Interceptions are important. You can't can't be throwing them every single game. We're not going to win football games. We have a great defense. We, you could throw for 200 yards, and we can run the ball down their throats and have a great defense. Just do not throw the ball away. That's my final point on the Jets. We're going to bounce back. Fuck the Bills. We're going to beat the Bills next week. We're going to beat the Bills, Jacob. We're going to keep this ball moving. We're going to get back on the nice little wing streak. I'm hot. I'm going to Jersey next week, too. I might check out the stadium, get a bagel. People oh. might sleep on the the Bills losing two straight. They're gonna they gotta play the Jets and the Vikings. That's that's a tough schedule. Yeah, you're going straight on. If you're a Bills fan, shit your pants. Shit your pants if you're a Bills fan. But these next two games, the sewer boys are coming for the Bills. You better watch. I out. still have to buy a jersey. It's probably I didn't buy the jersey in time too. I was looking. I can't to wait a, for my Bills rant later too. God, I fucking hate the Bills. Yeah, this is gonna be sick. But once again, um, Jets bounce back. The be fine. Vegas young young team. Like There's gonna be learning curves with this team, right? Learning curve. But Zach Wilson, please learn fast because these interceptions are starting to get under my skin. If he does the same thing next week, dude, I'm sending you a DM. Like, just I know you got that dog in him. He's got that dog. We know why he's got that dog, right? It's not that mm-hmm. hard. But uh, big big learning moment for him next week with the Buffalo Bills. It's at home. I gotta ask home. this question. Obviously, Ver- Vera Tucker getting hurt is massive, but that sucked. We have no line. Mackay Beckton's hurt too. He's, he didn't play a game this year. Do you think this team can do what you wanted to do two weeks ago without him, and then obviously Brees Hall too? Like, is this is that too much of a loss for the Jets? I right don't now? think the running game's a problem. I think we can do that. Like, even if we didn't bring in James Robinson, I think I was totally fine with Michael Carter being the running back. We got to work on this whole line because it's. Even with the win streaks, Zach Wilson is still doing this loop-de-loop stuff in the field. Like, he did it a bunch over Denver. We just got to work on this O-line. I thought they were going to get maybe Laramie Tunzel or Jack Conklin at this trade deadline. They didn't make any moves, too. I haven't touched on the the Jets trades. Um, for any of you Jets fans out there, they traded the defensive end, Jacob Martin, and, and a 2020, 2024 fifth-round pick to Denver for a 2024 fourth-round pick. So, really nothing, but I thought we were going to maybe make a move and get a – O-line. You guys, you guys got picked. We need. Coming we got to work on this from that Jamal not worried about the running trade, game. Right? Not worried about the running game. Fix this whole line. Just give Zach Wilson some time so he's not doing backflips in the backfield. We can we can work this thing out. Hey, getting in the. You still guys, got picks from the Jamal Adams trade, though, right? Still got picks. Screw you, Jamal. Screw you, Jamal. And uh, we got Sauce too. He's great defense. He's top. I'll say it every week. He's going to be a top five cornerback. Probably is already, but that was going in on that, and then. Um, what did I say? I wanted five wins at the beginning of the year. They better win at least another game. I swear to God, if I you said five wins. If they don't five. lose a game the rest of the season, I'm I'm doing a triple backflip off my porch. <laughs> like I can't. We gotta we gotta win at least nine games now. We gotta make the playoffs. All right. I'm so already emotionally invested into it. But Molinari. So you went from five five wins just, in a man. season to playoffs. You're expecting huh? the playoffs now. Well, yeah. Let's have that winning mentality, right? We trained for James Robinson. That doesn't mean we want to lose. True. True. But True, I did want five enough, wins. Fair enough. Fair enough. The playoffs is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, I'm, just don't win it. Don't lose the rest of the season. All right, Jets. <laughs> don't lose every game for the rest of the I season. I said five yeah. wins. And this is great. I've enjoyed my five wins. Like, I've had a lot of fun within those yeah, but five But you can't weeks. front load all the five wins because then the rest of the season is going to hurt that much more. You need yeah, to spread them uh, out. 
I think you guys got three to five, four more wins than you. Yeah, well, maybe sneak in as a wild card team. I don't know. Oh, man, Zach Wilson. Please, dude, figure it out, man. Yeah, wow. Let's get that old line fixed, buddy. We'll help you out. We'll get some pieces in there. We'll just have a meeting. Maybe take them out to dinner, get a nice chicken parm on the island. I don't know. Yeah, I'm maybe so you need to take them out. You're going to be you're gonna be out there next week. You need to go hang out with them. Yeah, I know. Get I'm his mind right. I'm going to Hoboken. I'll be back yeah, in the buy big some city, pizza. So. I can't wait to get I'm literally going to get to a slice of pizza. Go, buy, hey, go buy your sauce jersey out there. I'm doing that, too. I figured that out. I'm going to go to uh, uh, it's called Models. It's like the mm-hmm. big, it's like the dicks of the New York. Um, Buy me a sick so Jets hat. I'll get you something. Jets hat. Something I'll like a snapback. Yeah. Okay. I'll ship it out. I'll send, I'll face all black out there. All black. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever you want. Since we've been doing this. I'll, I'll call you. I'm going to probably drop $300 on Jets apparel <laughs> when it land. Um, uh, yeah. But good. we got the bills next week. The spread's 13. It's home. It's home. And the weather's looking great. Fuck the bills. We're coming for you. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Win. Predicting away 35. Hey, honestly, 35, if there's any year for the Jets to upset this type of Bills team, it's this year. Um, if we beat the Bills, I would still be more upset that we can't beat the Patriots, just how bad they piss me off. But that would be so sick to beat the Bills. If the Jets beat the Bills, I'll buy a Sauce Gardner jersey too. Okay. That'd be all right. Let's run. Yeah. Deal. Okay. I'll buy the I'll buy the black jersey though. <laughs> the black okay. sauce gardener. That'd be sick. I'm I'll probably buy, buy it. I'll buy a Jets helmet too. Oh yeah, the game's on Sunday. Duh, I land Monday. I'm, if they lose by forty-two, I'm gonna still buy a Sauce Gardner jersey at, at the store. But yeah, I'm gonna be having you the, buy me a Sauce Gardner jersey. Oh yeah, you get whatever you want if the Bills win. I might not come home if the, if we beat you the Bills. Stay out there. I might stay out there. Oh god. Uh, okay, that's all I had on the Jets. Don't throw okay. picks, Wilson. Let's get it figured out. I'm sorry about that rant. J E T S J E T S. Uh, moving to the next game, we have Eagles 35, Steelers 13. Uh, I don't know how much we need to talk about this game. Kind of expected Jalen Hurts four touch, four passing touchdowns. Um, three of them were just bombs to AJ Brown, and he was just like absolutely bullying, like just literally like I don't know. He was just like what he pointed to the two wide receivers or the that quarterbacks. Basically, like that was the celebration. You can't guard me. So far. You can't guard me. Like unbelievable. Like he just. He he bitches big bro at all the entire team. Um Eagles are just monsters. I felt really good about this pick going into it and yeah, you absolutely dominated. Pick. Yeah. I'm Which looking back on it, I would I would have loved to take that. I should have taken the Cowboys too. I knew they were gonna stop the Bears, but um yeah. Eagles are the best team in the NFL, in my opinion. Um Yeah, they're the- very good. I uh I left to go to Oconee to watch the games. I left right at noon. And I checked my phone about halfway there, and AJ Brown had two touchdowns. It was like twenty minutes in. I was like, "Oh god!" I was like, "This team's gonna." I thought they were gonna win forty-two to zero. That's Dude, and the whoever the who do the Steelers play next? Jumping into that too, they have the they got a bye week, and then the Saints. I'll put give me the Saints. Like the Steelers are dog shit. They're so bad. Dude, they you have like Claypool's the only guy that threw a touchdown for him this past week. Yeah, Najee Harris sucks, man. Oh, it's just tough. He can't do anything. It's crazy. He went Very from such a such Harris, a good the, running back. Jersey last Jerry, year. I'm sorry, but your team is bad. Yeah. They Steelers are right back there. I, I had them as the worst team in the league. Um I think the Texans have officially taken that over, which we'll get to. But I, I think the Steelers are right there with them. Um Eagles look fun. great. They're they're they'll probably lose one or two games, I think. 
looking at their schedule, they'll probably have one or two losses, maybe. I think they're only. Right I think they go. I think they go sixteen and one, and their only losses to the Cowboys. Maybe the Giants could sneak some. Nope. Dude, the Eagles look great. Yeah, who am I kidding? Nope. Fuck Brian Dable. Yeah, not coach of the year. Not Kevin O'Connell. They call him cock around here, by the moving, way. Moving to who might actually be coach of the year in this next game? Let me say. And, it. Let me guess. Let me guess before you say it. Oh wait, you're in the next game. Well, did you look? Well, now you're looking. Stop looking. No, we have different. We have different schedules. Um, what were you saying? Was it Vrabel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I'm on ESPN. We're probably looking at the same schedule. We're probably looking at the same thing. But yeah, I was totally going to say that before you jump to the conclusion of the next game. <laughs> I was going to say Vrabel. No, I was not going to say Vrabel. I would have probably said, uh, you know, who could maybe Pete Carroll with those freaking Hawks? But Ooh, we'll get into honestly, that. yeah, wow, seriously, not That's a bad take, point. not a bad take. Malik Willis really threw six completions. He and they won. Ass. <laughs> He's bad. He was not good. I mean, first game starting. But you're playing the they, Texans. That's a lot of luck. Give that's him a lot of support keys. to They get. did not that's give him luck. any keys there. They gave the ball to Derrick Henry 32 times. <laughs> Derrick Henry is a very big, strong running back. 219 run yards, for, two touchdowns. He could run the like, football for 34 hours. 219, two tutties. How many fantasy points do he have? I didn't, all, he had 200 yards? All of them. Oh, God. Like 32, I think. 33 if you're PBR. So you caught one pass. Yeah, you're right, though. I got to take my take back my comments on Malik. Um, he had 35 fantasy points. Dog. But uh, Malik, yeah, they just didn't let you do anything. The future's still bright. His preseason looked unreal, playing against third-string JV guys. But um, It's just a classic, like, you look up That's just the eight. Titans running the – Mike I, I was just going to say, you look up week eight and who's five and two, somehow the Titans are five and two. They didn't even have Tannehill. And obviously it was probably a great week to not have Tannehill since they're playing the Texans. But I just feel like Vrabel's teams always somehow find, like they were the one seed in the AFC last year. Like he, that's nobody even talks about that. The yeah, they one lost seed. right away to the Cincinnati Bengals. Big game for them next week. Sunday night, we'll have to live stream that. They got the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs, right? We know what the yep. Chiefs are. Talking about the Titans right second, now. Second best two. team in the NFL. Spreads 12 and a half. Kansas City right now. Ridiculous, right? That's nuts for a five and two leading division team. And it's 12 and a half. Yeah, but if, and if they Mo- have the Vikings at three and a half against the commanders. I always just make sense. I, okay. Okay. But in fairness, Weird. though, if Malik Willis plays quarterback. That oh, line right. Is Tan Hill still out? I, I don't know. I think he's day to day. So I'm not sure. Okay. Good call. This is why I'm not a straight up journalist for ESPN, but <laughs> Tannehill plays that game. Different story, but still the Titans defense is legit. And Derrick Henry can run and the chiefs like running game. I feel like is pretty yeah. decent, but I don't know. So Malik Willis, Derrick 55 Henry, yards could have been 45. One pick could have been two. Relax. Shake it off. Take on Kansas city at home Sunday night. Dude, I got, got okay. So moving into this next game and, and I absolutely dominated that Titans pick again. Because one and a yeah, half, we they were kill. one and a half point favorites over the Texans. Like, come yeah, on. Yeah, we smoked that one. Easy money for us. Um. Oh, you had that one too, right? Oh, yeah. a boy. Good, good. They were good my job. third pick. Um. No, so so if you look on ESPN and, and you run down all these scores from this week, they all have like a little headline. Um. It's like Henry rushes for 219, two touchdowns, oh, Titans. This next one's like, you know, it's like first <laughs> Brown, crazy. power beaten. And and then you move to their next game, which is Commanders Colts, and all it says is Lucas Oil Stadium, Indianapolis, Indiana. I got nothing <laughs> for this game. That's how much of a absolute just boring game these. The, oh, it's, that's just so funny. Um, 
it wasn't that boring, I should say, but I just thought that was funny. They had just nothing, nothing cool to say. Uh, I was on this one too. I had the Manders plus three. Uh, Damn, it was plus three, right? Okay. Yeah. So you, well, okay. they won, but they won. That's yeah. where, oh, that's where I got it confused. So you did win. I thought it was minus three command. Oh no, no, no. Colts why didn't I not favorites. take that? The that's what I said on the last show. With Sam Ellinger, bro. Such an idiot. Should have hammered you. that. Uh, Taylor Heineke is just fun. Like he's just a fun quarterback to watch. You, you don't know what you're going to get from him. He buys Jordans in the color of the team that he beats every Love week. That. Now he's got green Jordans from the Packers and now blue Jordans from the Colts. He's going to have some, some, some icy fits. After Any player or team that has like a tradition, like after that. they do, after they win, they do something. You always remember that. I'm trying to think of any. I don't remember them, but anybody. <laughs> uh, since Boom. he's doing it, that's sick. Because now you cheer for him, and you're like, he's got some Jordans. But he got the Vikes next year, so he's not going to get those colors. He's not I'm getting trying to think. There's got to be some traditions around or something. Oh, 100%. That like uh, Miles Garrett. Well, the Miles Garrett thing for Halloween, he puts the gravestones of all the quarterbacks he sacked. Yeah. Duh, that was the first one that came to my head. Uh, what else has happened? Oh, God. That was a really bad take, but it's kind of funny. That's why this is the number one podcast in the Midwest. Um, oh, we just he's not going to get those Jordans face. with them purple and gold. No, hell no. Vikings next year. Yeah, good for him for getting those two pairs of Jordans. Um, this game was the, the boringest game in the world. These two Besides teams the Terry, okay, teams but Terry McLaurin's last catch was sick. I don't know if you saw that. He was doing all that dog stuff and yeah. spraying around the sidelines like that for Terry. I've always said Terry McLaurin, if you put uh, any decently quarterback on him, this guy would be like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar of football. Like he would have so many points, I swear. If you put any – He's a monster. Any decent quarterback in the league. Like he's had scraps. Did he have Kirk? Probably rookie year Kirk or Terry's rookie year with, yeah. with Kirk. I believe so. Interesting. But Kirk's a grown man now. He wears chains. Yeah, Kirk's different. Yeah, he's Kirk different, felt different. I've always loved Terry. Yeah. Shout out to Terry McLaurin. If you're listening, come on next week. Um, yeah, we'll get you on here. Hard hitting questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was on that one. That was a Colts suck. Colts pissed me off. They're such a boring team. Who would want to live in the state of Indiana too? I, oh, I just, oh, that's all I can say about the Colts. It's just not. Oh, oh. Yeah, you just don't expect much from that team, especially with a backup no. quarterback. Um, the only thing you look forward to is if Jim Ursay says the roof roof is open or closed. That's yep. the only thing you can look forward to. Or him maybe coming out with some dirt on Dan Schneider, which Dan Schneider got the best of him one point. And Dan Schneider on this podcast too, that'd be sick. No, that we that would get us in trouble. That guy is yeah, psychopath. Actually, if he if he so I don't the like news, the commanders. If he dropped the news of the dirt that he has on all the other NFL owners on our podcast, we we might become famous. Imagine how fucking crazy famous we'd be if Dan Snyder came on our podcast and told everything Just he knew about all it. All the dirt about all the other owners in the NFL. Imagine if like we didn't advertise that or we kept it very low key and like four people heard about it. That would be That'd wild. Be, yeah. And then they look at it and they're like, he was on a podcast about four years ago and he told everything. Maybe. Sorry. Wow, that's just that's, the, that's our dream. Both these teams, though, because Dan Snyder and the Colts are eh. So yeah. that's what I gotta say. But Commanders plus three was always the move. Yep. And that's I should have taken on that. Smart pick, Jacob. It's where you're very intelligent. All right, moving to the next game. We got 49ers 31, Rams 14. Again, I told you. I told you, Joseph. I'm Joseph. a dumbass. I'll say it. I'm a dumbass. Okay. Shanahan is McVay's father. It is insane. Oh, the 49ers, they just own the Rams. And obviously the Rams, I, I think, are terrible right now. 
and they have no running game, literally no running game. Sean McVay is an absolute idiot. They're down by what? Two touchdowns, two scores, three scores. And they got Cooper cup in there running routes and he gets his ankle rolled up on. Now Cooper cup might be out. If Cooper cups out, this offense is probably the worst in the NFL, in my opinion. Yeah. It's uh, it's good too. They're having that Super Bowl hangover and uh, the worst again, hangover takeaways from this game too. It just pisses me off when the San Francisco 49ers go to play the Rams in LA and there are three times as many San Francisco 49er fans. So I could care less about this LA Rams team. Screw them. You guys lost me money. You guys didn't do it. I thought this was going to be the one game that you could figure it out. I thought it was going to be like the McCaffrey was going to get way too hyped up and they were going to figure out a way to beat him. Nope. I'm completely wrong. They absolutely came out and smoked you. McCaffrey was punting it, throwing it, catching it, punting it again. <laughs> like he was doing every single thing for the San Francisco. He's probably coaching. He probably ran up to the box once or twice, made some calls, came down, made his own play, converted it. Oh man. It's yeah, just so by the way, by the way, for people, McCaffrey threw a touchdown, caught a touchdown, and ran a touchdown. So and that's what you trade for. That's what they were hoping to get. And that's what he can do because he's just that athletic. They didn't even have Debo. No. That's scary. And the Niners are gonna probably gonna start winning a lot of football games here because they look unbelievable and they're always not a healthy team. And if they get this team being back to healthy, watch Bye out week. for the 49ers. Bye probably week. can make a Super Bowl run. No. Damn it, Rams. You guys no. could just Oh. They got to put the, the 49ers aren't better than Vikings. No, not a chance. But um, people still fucking have them because they're four and yeah. four. Oh, and yeah. the Vikings so are what? Your quarterback's good looking and you live in San Francisco. You know what? Our quarterback lives in Rosemont, drives a Ford. He's got, hey, what's hey, what's wrong with living in San Francisco, Chief? No, I didn't say anything about that. But he oh, just yeah, looks yeah, yeah. You better watch him out. Okay, Midwest, man. Represent. <laughs> okay. No, no. If, if, if they, but were, damn it, man. <laughs> they weren't in the NFC. I'd probably be a 49ers fan because this team is fun now. They're like, they got it's an awesome growing on you. Defense. You got a little bit of a say. You can put San Francisco in your bio because you legitimately live there and you could wear a T-shirt outside because you live there and no one would say anything about you and it'd probably feel so cool. I still rock yeah, all my Vikings gear, though. Don't you worry. We went to yeah. brunch Sunday, had my phone out watching the game. Like, you got to wear you got. I was wearing my Vikings gear. Purple. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, um, Rams, they suck. They, I bet I picked them not even close. And if they're hurt, like you said, with Cooper Cup, stinkers. But it's just weird yeah, to but, see him be bad because I feel like Sean McVay is not meant to lose with like his personality and his his short, stocky, just way he coaches. <laughs> you just wouldn't think he'd be losing with like Aaron. He wears Donald, all those shirts Stafford, and like his pecs and arms looks really sick. And just like everything about the city of LA, somehow they always manage to win besides the Lakers, losers. But, um, yeah, the San Francisco Niners might be might be him. Um, well, it's yeah. crazy because they only have one game up on the Rams right now. Like the 49ers are still four the, and four. Like they're the yeah the, the Seahawks are in first place. Yeah, crazy, but the Seahawks are going to lose some more games. Don't get me wrong, but the Rams being this bad, like the Seahawks are 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 a front runner for a wild card spot in my opinion. Because I think the Packers are way out of it. The Rams are out of it. Like. The Seahawks and Giants and Cowboys are like those are going to be probably your your wild card teams because yeah, I think whoever whoever the Falcons or Bucks isn't like whoever I makes like it. I don't think the other team is. But uh, moving to the next one. Speaking of the Seahawks, we got Seahawks twenty seven, Giants thirteen. We said uh, game of the week too. We said this one was going to be exciting. It it was it was there. It was it was all right. Uh, About a six out of ten, maybe seven out of ten. Gino performs well again, not spectacular, but he was good. Tyler Lockett, uh, 
had a tough game and then they still ended up winning by 14. Like he fumbles on like the three yard line about to them, like for them to score and then drops a wide open pass that hit off his face mask. So I truthfully believe that like the the Seahawks could have easily beat this team by way more. Um, I think this was like a great example of like what Daniel Jones can be like, this is like, he was, he was Daniel Jones. I feel like he didn't like a version of Daniel Jones that wasn't terrible, but like he wasn't going to like go out there and really truthfully like win you a game. You know, I think we've talked about this is his mobility is, is good enough to like really do some good things for that team. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, Gino probably slowly falling out of the MVP race. I was hopefully he, he was going to win that, but uh, two touchdowns, no picks. Uh, Seahawks are five and three. We're rolling though. Seahawks are sick. I like the city, uh, city of Seattle. Never been, but it'd be <laughs> cool. It'd be cool to go Pacific Northwest. You it's sick. Um, yeah, I think they they're playing well. I thought it was a big thing too. Did you see after the game, like Gino's comments? It was like who Tyler Lockett and DK, and then kind of throwing shade back on Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, I said that earlier. Said that that's what you said. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was sick. I like to see that. Saquon, you got me a rushing touchdown, so that was cool to see. Um, yeah, I, I do like, like we just said, the Niners. I think they'll win this division, though, and I think the Seahawks will probably be a wild card. But I'm very surprised how Gino is still managing to get these wins, which is great to see. Just I thought that one game against Denver that he beat in the opener, that this team would win about four games, and they just keep doing it. Kenneth Walker is a dog. Some guy, The announcer, I think it was Craig Olson was calling this game, said that he might be already one of the best running backs in the league. That was maybe a hot take. I don't know. Might not. Dude's built like a flipping bull. Like really I was looking bad. at this guy. His triceps are massive. Just great, dude. Is balling on my fantasy bench. But um, yeah, but so yeah, I agree. The I think, they're a I fun he, team, and you never know. You, you always could be shocked by the Seahawks. That's what I like about them. It's like they've kind of proven that point where, like, the first couple of weeks, people like, ah, oh, these might be some fluke wins. But I think you're looking at this team right now, and they're that kind of. Yeah, maybe you don't really want to play the Seahawks. It may kind of be some. Kind of five, you up, running down the, type of the team. The over/under on their wins on this season was five and a half going into this year. Yeah, they're already at five. Yeah, incredible. Like if you're Seahawks fans, you are you are pumped, and they have picks moving forward too. They're getting, yeah, they're figuring it out in Seattle right now. And I they like got some young team. guys. They hit on their picks this year. Like Kenneth Walker, like you said, is a monster. I like them. I, I think they're. I like they're yeah, dude, it's going to be interesting what they do with their quarterback moving forward, but. Gino, yeah, we said that. They got the Cardinals next Gino's, week. Cardinals favorite at two. Cardinals, Cardinals by two. That might make a pick right now if we like Seattle. Could be on my card. Could be on my card. We'll have to wait till next, are favorite. next it's, episode. It's so interesting. Them and the the Giants are just continuing to be uh, overall. I wanted to take the Seahawks in this so badly too, and I didn't. They were. I took it off. I literally. I, I we talked about it. this for five minutes in our when we were making picks. Bengals, dude. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cincinnati. I should have been four. Oh, man. Uh, yeah. No, Seahawks are. Keep frisky, it going, Seattle. Team. I like it. Mm-hmm. Good vibe. Good vibe. Uh, let's move to the Bills Packers. <laughs> Bills 27, Packers 17. Uh, what? Did, all right. I'm going to start this off by saying I, the, the amount of insane just 
without a doubt, the way that people talk about Josh Allen as the best quarterback in the NFL just continues to blow my mind. And the same thing can be said about the Bills. Like, we've yet to see this team, like, really do anything. Like, they, they, they still haven't got – they beat the Chiefs this year, yes. And I'm talking, like – and I'm talking about in the grand scheme of like what this team has done postseason and all this, right? Because that's all that matters is what we talk about is getting through the postseason. And they beat the Chiefs this year, but to me, they 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 beat this this Packers team by ten. And Josh Allen almost lets them back into the game. He throws two picks. They only scored three points in the second half against this Packers team. Like. I I just don't understand how like people still talk about the bills as like, this was some great win. And like they, and they looked bad at the end of the game and Josh Allen almost gave that game away. That's what screwed him up. I think coming into the beginning of the game, like the first two drives going down, I was like, okay, the bills are, bills are looking freaky. Like they were smoking the Packers in that first quarter, whatever. I think it was like 14. Just smoking them. I was like, okay, Josh Allen's doing. And then as the game folded on, had really nothing to play with, and his team is just crap. We've said it before, the Packers are bad. Um, but as the game was rolling on, like that game I thought was going to turn out to be like 42 to 10, and it was 27-17, and I had the, the Packers, and they covered, which is crazy to say, but like looking at that, I was like, yeah, what the heck's going on? Like the end of the game, Josh Allen did not look good at all. Like he, was throw, he threw two picks, and he let the Packers kind of come back into that. Aaron Rodgers threw like a 50-yard bomb, I think it was Romeo Dobbs, which was a hell of a catch on his part. Yeah, sick. Um. But yeah, it's just crazy just because Josh Allen is not like because Kirk Cousins is not Josh Allen. So everyone's loving the Bills and getting all the hype and they beat the Chiefs, which is a great win. And the Bills are probably still one of the best teams in the league. But it's just crazy to say that all of this media hype going to Buffalo and just jumping like through you, tables you, and all that nailed just, it, Buffalo dude, like, mindset. It's just crazy to say that it's like, OK, I mean, they won. They won the game, wins a win, but they didn't beat the Packers 55 to three. I mean, they let him no, come but back, what, like what you said just... is is a win's a win. Yes, they won it, and their defense is spectacular, and the offense played good enough. And Josh Allen is still a really, really good quarterback. Don't get me wrong; he's definitely a top two. It's it's just like him and Mahomes in my in my mind um, up there at the top. But like the, just the the media's ability to just completely disregard the fact that like he has bad moments like it's always like well this team was good except for this and this and like we still can't count on Kirk Cousins when they talk about the Vikings it's like whenever Josh Allen screws up they don't talk about it you know what I mean like it gets covered mm-hmm. up by how he's, good a, he's like the yep you know what I mean Perfect. like those two picks are terrible like those yeah. are bad Mahomes, decisions Josh that, like, Allen and whoever the top other quarterbacks in this league if they continue like if they do stupid things the media just won't say anything about it but if Kirk but Cousins dude, they do about whoever it is though. throw some stupid little if does the same thing that's just plastered over every newspaper being like this guy but sucks There's i no agree way. but certain guys they do and certain guys they don't like they love to pick apart lamar jackson you know what i mean they love to pick apart like justin herbert at times like but then josh allen has just like he's just like invincible you know what i mean like there's just i don't understand like he's this golden boy like he makes every I don't know what it is about him and maybe it's just like some of the highlight plays but there's like like I hear people talk about like oh there's things that Josh Allen does that like no other quarterback can do I'm like have you ever watched Patrick Mahomes play like Josh Allen runs yes he's a bigger dude and runs but like so does Mahomes Mahomes scurries around the field all the time and makes ridiculous passes that Josh Allen can't make Josh Allen has unbelievable pure arm strength but like so does Patrick Mahomes so to me it's just like I don't know 
just it's just it's, crazy. yeah. The, I think the media needs to hype it down a little bit on the Bills. I mean, if you think about the, the same Bills, record as the Vikings, by the way, same record. The Bills haven't. The Bills haven't done anything. No, they lost they in the divisional round last year. They, never, they haven't have they won. They haven't been won to an Super AFC Bowl. Championship game. They did. They lost two years ago to the Chiefs. Oh right? yeah, the Chiefs. That's right. But I mean, they haven't really done that much. They've just had a lot of. I mean, obviously, we know the Bills are a great football team. They're still good. We're not saying they're dog shit. We're barking them down, but just pump the brakes a little bit. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is, bit. Is, pump the brakes a little bit on the Bills. The way that people act, talk about the Bills like is the like they've already the won the Super Bowl. Ever seen. I like the Bills. I'll say I like the Bills. They're fun to watch, but people are just bringing these guys up like they're the 85 Bulls. Like, just like, holy smokes. <laughs> this is not so Michael 85 Jordan. Bulls? Was it 95? Ten years off. All right, I got the five right, dude. Uh, <laughs> All right, so um, Joe's homework for the week points. is to go watch the last dance. Yeah. Okay, I did watch it too. Damn it. Okay, I thought it was the eighty-five Bulls. It was ninety-five. But anyways, people need to pump the brakes on the Buffalo Bills because they're not even going to win the goddamn division because the New York Jets are. But let's go, baby. Uh, Dolphins and Jets. Um, Jets are right there. Yeah, people got to show some love to the Vikings. Well, the thing is, is that too, you got to forget the Bills. Relax, Buffalo. The Bills are going to lose two straight. Bills. People forget huh? that the Bills are going to lose two straight. They got the Jets yeah, and Vikings. That's that's scary. Yeah, they got to go to MetLife and go back to Bills Stadium or whatever it's called and get their ass kicked by the Vikings at home. It's going to be sweet. I can't – yeah. I, I like Josh Allen. Seems like a nice guy. His girlfriend's really, really attractive. Um, <laughs> I, he, I, he has, he's never said anything mean to me, so I can't, can't say anything bad. Um, yeah, but people just need to – cool it down a little bit on Buffalo Mm -hmm. because they don't know what's going to hit them here. And um, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. And uh, Packers, you guys still suck. So Mm -hmm. Packers. And again, and again, they didn't go trade for a wide receiver. Yeah. They didn't do anything. I don't know why they didn't. They just don't do it. They just do not care about Aaron Rodgers as much as they'll give him the biggest contract. You're getting nothing. That's all you got, Aaron. You figure it out on your own. Give him all the purpose. But honestly, he, it feels like Get he high, asked for that. Whatever you do during the season, but don't you think he asked for it a little bit? Yeah. By signing that contract, he put himself in I, that situation. He already doesn't care. He knows this season's going to crap. He's, he's just playing with nothing right now. So I think it's kind of karma, maybe getting back at him Ooh. for all the things he's done with this team. I don't hate maybe that idea. To say, Maybe Connor being like, all right, Aaron, you should have been such a psychopath about our ownership and all that. You can uh, go play with the JV team this year and see if you can get it done. Guess what, Aaron? You can't. You can't win a national football game when you don't know any of your wide receivers when you're looking in the huddle and going, when the heck did we sign you? So, yeah, I mean, Christian Watson went down on the first, like, drive of the game. He blew up his leg, so I think he might be out for a while. And uh, as much as a big of a Viking fan, and I've been here my whole life, I this has been one of the – Greatest things I've seen out of this Packers team in a while. Oh, just see these guys be absolutely depleted like this. So keep doing your thing, Green Bay. Um, I'm personally really enjoying what you guys are presenting to the NFC North, and especially when you don't go out and sign anyone. Yeah, it's great. Keep doing your thing. Crazy. And if you want to check in later, it. let us know. But you guys are uh, you guys are pretty bad. Couldn't and, believe uh, they didn't sport. get another wide receiver, man. It's just it's not shocks me. It shocks me. I wouldn't right. We don't have anyone on the team. I mean, we have Romeo Dobbs out of Nevada. We got our only touchdown or whatever. So that's all I need. I'm pretty sure people were well, comparing Romeo Ray. Dobbs Whoever to like Jerry Rice and stuff. Heard that. To like uh, 
Sammy Watkins is like a, a better Calvin Johnson was also hearing that all oh, over the yeah, place. Same. Um, I couldn't agree more with that take. Robert Tunyon is Travis Kelsey's younger brother. Keep hearing mm-hmm. that. Um, <laughs> yeah. And Michael Lafleur is the uglier Lafleur out of the family. So that's all, uh, that's all I got to say about the Packers. Screw them. Screw you guys. It's skull Looked time, baby. Anyways. It is Vikings year. We got the North. We're taking it back. There you go. Um, everything we're lying. Everything. If you've listened to this podcast, podcast, every game we do resolves around the the Jets or the Vikings. Like uh-huh. we could connect. It just somehow comes Colts. back. Oh, 100%. something always comes back. Like there's, it's a big circle within this podcast. We're just so. really good at that. We, it's called it's called knowing your knowing sorry, your niche. Sorry, our teams are great too. All right, sorry. Yeah, seriously. Fun really? to watch and combine combine eleven and four. Our bad. <laughs> Not a big deal. Whatever. Uh, we got our last game of the week here. Um, Browns 32, Bengals 13. I couldn't believe this watching it. It's just I, I, Jamar Chase impacts the offense that much. It, yeah, it so they, be, uh, right? they, they did. I told you this. What I tell you, you asked me if this, this team was going to be hot again. I said they were, but they're back to their inconsistent ways of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think the Ravens, I, I stuck with it too on the last podcast. I said they were yeah. going to the division looking good. Because if they don't have Jamar Chase, that's just a stinker for him because they he is such a key part to that offense. They do have T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd, though, so we did see some flashes out of them. But taking a guy out of Chase out they of the Those sucks. two had six combined receptions, I though. I knew it, too. And we were – I was going to, like, within my personal betting life, I was going to bet the Bengals last night at that – what was it, minus six? Whatever it was. Oh, minus okay. three. Okay, minus three, even better. And then it, leading up to the game, I just kept seeing all these stats about the Browns and the Browns and the Browns. Cincinnati needed to win that game, Jake. I think they really did. They just keep going. Oh, yeah. They'll win yeah. next week by 30, right? And we're going to say the same thing about the Bengals and how they're back and they're good. And this is why they got to the Super Bowl. And then they'll lose again. They just can't. Yeah, I mean, they got the so Panthers right and Steelers coming up, though. So hopefully they can win those games. But yeah, I still yeah, hope the it's the Ravens. And the Steelers? Bengals didn't even score till the fourth quarter. Holy cow. Forgot that. Yeah, wow, their offense looked like I mean, Miles Garrett was an absolute game record yesterday. He He's was a, a big Halloween guy, too. Oh so my god, he was a monster. But yeah. Browns, whatever. They're still the Browns. Um three and five. They're slowly creeping suck. back to trying to get back in that division somehow. I just don't yeah. think it's gonna happen. I keep forgetting Deshaun Watson's on that team, but it just like it's such a disgusting franchise just with the fact that they're called the Browns and they just have an orange helmet. It's just like there's no life, I feel like, with the Browns. I, <laughs> there is I don't no think Deshaun's – there's no life with the Browns, Jacob, and I just truly don't think Deshaun's going to be who Deshaun was. Maybe because he even a, plays. He's a sick pervert and he shouldn't even be in the league, but I don't even – it's – he shouldn't play. First of all, I don't even know how he's – even get back in there. And got even how he looks like he, he hasn't played football in so long. So screw it. Stick with two percent. plus years. I do. Kevin Stefanski, great guy, was with the Vikings, so I do like him. But uh, Miles Garrett, they should just keep Brissett. You're crashing. He has a Porsche. Crash that. He's got to slow it down a little bit. Um, <laughs> who else do they have? He likes to go. Cream Hunt. We know what Cream Hunt's past is. Can't can't support that. I mean, they're just Nick Chubb's awesome setup. though. He's a dog. Yeah, Chubb's a dog. Bull, saying Georgia that last Bulldog night. in. Yeah. Just I a dog in general. That guy could squat like 6,000 pounds. Did you see the – oh, by the way, uh, running backs, did you see the guy who 
needed the last leg of his parlay to win like one hundred forty-four thousand dollars. I had, I had Joe Mixon on fantasy team. But he hedged. Did you see he hedged? So what? It was like one twenty, one hundred twenty-four thousand. It was seven dollars and seventy-seven cents or something like that to win one hundred forty-four thousand, and he then hedged and took the under. He bet like sixty grand on the under rushing. Yeah, I was I was saying that to Nick too. I think I would have done that same thing. Yeah, because I don't think he got it right. No, he t- ran for 27 yards. Yeah, he didn't do he wasn't doing anything. Nothing was that offense at all. So good for that guy. That just would have been really depressing to see if he hedged it and then it's he ran for like 250 yards after he did that. But well, that's the whole point. He still would have won. I know, but it's just it's just crazy to he still won like a hundred grand. Yeah. But like but. just your initial bet with not yeah. doing anything and just but letting from a it financial roll out, like smart like, decision that's like yeah. Yeah, because like imagine you go there, you're like, I have the ability to win because like they gave him a cash out offer at like sixty five grand, and at the beginning, I think I don't know if he did it going into it, but then he eventually hedged. So good for that guy winning some money. Congrats! Shout out to uh, Nick Castellanos who just made a diving catch. The city of Philadelphia is just rocking right now. So back to our programming. Back to the regular schedule. All right, well we can get into the college football playoff now. Oh, that wraps up our Hell yeah. Thanks for bringing up the playoff, too. I totally forgot that was even happening football tonight. Talk. Oh, dude, I'm all over it. Um, uh, recap that NFL. That was a great week, too. We'll be back at it. Jets going to beat the Bills. Fuck's going to smoke Commanders. Let's ride, baby. Yeah, we'll come back later this week with our picks, too. Um, the really important picks that you guys are all, I know, waiting for day in and yeah, day out. Text and tweets being like, thank you for winning me so much money. Your picks are unbelievable. Well, Joe, Joe is currently by overall 7-3, and three, and I'm 6-4. and four, So we're kind of we'll we're killing it. I mean, what do you, if, if we're you not just gonna, take we're not going to pick dumb bets, are we? We're no, not going to lose. No, no, no. So we think a lot about these. Lot goes um, within this. So Tennessee number one, Ohio State two, Georgia three, and Clemson four. Um, I'm not. I, 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 I'm not upset about any of those except for the fact that Clemson's four. I think. I don't think that Clemson's done anything better than what Michigan has done. You know, pulling it up now. Clemson sucks. Well, I haven't. I don't know about they they them sucking, but they just. Nope. I'm gonna say it here. They suck. I think they. I, they I think they're the team that's gonna be like the Oklahoma or whoever or the Notre Dame whoever plays that four seed. I think Tennessee could beat Clemson by seventeen. I hope Notre Dame beats Clemson this week. That's what I'd like to see. I had who did Notre Dame play last week? Was that Syracuse? Syracuse stopped them. I ha- I had Notre Dame in my head. But I don't pull the trigger because sometimes I'm an idiot. But I'm you should have. We're going to smoke them in that game. Um, But, yeah, Tennessee won. That's pretty crazy. But when you look at it, they've they've been dominating college football this year. With After that Alabama game, they've had so much hype around them, and the media's been following Tennessee like crazy. But but Tennessee-Georgia this weekend, game of the year. I, I mean, this is a bigger game than the Alabama game, so this is going to be bonkers. It's in Georgia, too. So they could be flip-flopping seeds if Georgia wins there. Um. Tennessee's looking great. Their quarterback, I think I, I was looking at his stats the other day. I think he has like 26 touchdowns and one interception. Yeah, he's crazy. Transfer, transfer from Virginia Tech. Um, yeah, he's he's been balling out this year. And, I mean, I've been in Nashville once. I like the state of Tennessee. I like I, I listen to Morgan Wallen, so I'll ride with them. Like, it's something new, but it is just the well, same. Well, I love seeing a, a team of the S. Yeah. Yeah, that. so that's what I like. It's good to see. I kind of have some love for Georgia, too. I've always had a sweet spot for them, so – out of the two SEC teams, I'm glad these guys are making it. I don't want to see Alabama again. I'm so sick of them. Tennessee's just good. It's, it's fun to see a different team in it, and the place is rocking. Their stadium's huge. They were repping those black jerseys last week, so that was 
that was just awesome. It just, the vibe's got to be crazy on campus there. Oh, Pretty incredible. sure the field goal is still in the river. So good for, <laughs> good for the state of Tennessee. I'll, I'll give them that. Um, but it's going to be interesting here with this weekend. Biggest game for Hooker's career. Like that's, that's going to be tough because they had, had Alabama at home. So they had the home field advantage, but now you're going in dog, dog territory with Georgia and game days there. It's going to be, it's going to be loud and they're going to be on top of you. So I'll be locking into that at two 30 on CBS Gonna be, gonna be gonna be incredible. Gonna be incredible. I'm excited, Jacob. I think I, I think I think Tennessee wins this. I, that's that. I, I think I know it's. That. I'm sure Georgia is favored in this game. They are, but I think Tennessee. So hear me out, and this is the reason why is I think Georgia by eight and a half right now. Eight and a half. Wow. I think wow. Georgia's defense is not as good as it's been in the past. I think last year, like you saw the epitome of what everybody thinks and still feels like Georgia's defense was. And I'm not saying they're a bad defense, but I think Tennessee's offense is just that much better than, than Georgia's offense. Like Stetson Bennett still to me is just like, I know he won him a championship last year, but I also think that like, but they have literally six out of their 11 defenders got drafted last year for Georgia. Like they yeah. had monsters everywhere on the defensive side of the ball. And I think this Tennessee offense is, is like, as you saw that like Bama's defense is no joke. They're not like a typical like powerhouse Bama defense, but they dominated them and put up 44 points against Kentucky. Whose Kentucky's defense has been pretty solid this year. And then Tennessee's defense showed up in a huge way. They didn't give up a point in three quarters, second, third and fourth quarter. They didn't give up a point um, against a supposedly one of the top like NFL prospect quarterbacks, Will Levis for Kentucky. He threw three picks and 98 yards. I don't get like, where this, like, he's going to be a top pick keeps coming from. I'm so confused. Well, I'm sure his stock is plummeting right now. But, yeah. I mean, the um, statue can totally understand that. Like, he is – and he did win me some – I did pick Kentucky against Mississippi State, so I'll give him that. I think he was injured. I don't even know. Screw him. He, I don't know why people would take this guy, but, yeah, carry on. I don't. He's That's just very interesting where I always see – no, I absolutely agree. I just think that Tennessee is like their hole is their defense. But if their offense can be that good, as we've seen in the past, like an offense like LSU's, like Joe Burrow, I'm not necessarily saying that this offense is that that good, but like you see teams win championships and be really good when their defense is outside of, you know, the top 30 defenses in the country. Like Tennessee's offense can put up that many points and Hooker's like really putting himself in the Heisman trophy consideration right now and i think if they go into georgia and he plays well and they win like how is he not the front runner right yeah i guess him and cj like he's right there with cj stroud in my opinion like it's it's gonna be an awesome game it's uh, i'm i'll be gonna give it to, glued to the tv carrying the season on they keep winning games i mean he's been balling he's been doing well and i think everyone's just so used to saying cj stroud and bryce young or bj B. John Robbins. I don't know. Those are like the favorites coming into Heisman. So it's just crazy to see that another SEC quarterback that is just balling out, not named Bryce Young. Well, and you know who should Heisman favorite be in consideration for it is 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 the Duggan kid from TCU. I yeah, think shout out to Council Bluffs, Iowa. That's where he's from. No I thought this team was a joke, but they just keep winning. I just Ooh, every they, time you TCU, I mean, they've been they haven't been that great in the Big Twelve, and even when I was at school in Iowa State, like Iowa State would play decently well against it. We'd usually, I think we probably got two out of the four wins while I was there. So they haven't been that strong in the big 12 in the last couple of years. And 
Pretty sure they were like. It used to be all right, though. I remember my I know, freshman I mean, year back college. When they had like Trayvon Boykin. Yep. Fun fact I stormed the field against TCU, tried to steal a helmet, couldn't find one. Um, <laughs> unreal day and aim. Seth David, I always remember that day. Um, yeah, I couldn't find the helmet. I thought it'd be so sick to steal a TCU helmet, but right, apparently we, all the players hold on to their helmets after they lose. The equipment managers take them. Yeah, screw that. I'd have been yeah. sick. Well, TCU run around. But uh, yeah, these ten, this team keeps surprising me. They keep getting those wins. What did you say they were ranked at? Is it seven? They're seventh going to this week, but in the, in yeah, they're seventh again. And that's the, just like, it's going to be the, I mean, we've seen it in the past with this big 12. So yeah, there's seven. Let's see here. They got Texas Tech. They'll win that. And then that Texas, they'll probably like end up losing to Texas. That's at home. They might lose Iowa State the last game because we're badass. We suck. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but that's just the big 12, man. Like they'll have a team that will go 10 and 0 and right before the playoff gets announced, they'll lose to Kansas state or something. And then they get booted out and then you get the three powerhouse sec conferences and a big 10 team. It just, I feel like this has happened the last two years. Yeah. Which is in, and I think it like, that's why I'm hoping Clemson loses. Cause like Clemson's been there forever too. Like it would, you know, it'd be awesome to see, which is why we need to expand the playoff anyways. But like, it'd be awesome to see TCU run the table. Like I would really love to see them win out. So they like, they have to put this team in there. You know what I mean? Like if you have an undefeated TCU team, like through the big 12, like you have to put them in there. Um, it'd be awesome to see another name, you know, besides the same, you know, six teams that we see every year that just rotate. That's why like Tennessee being in, this is like sick. Um, so I hope I, I hope Tennessee beats Georgia. Um, does that completely knock Georgia out though? Then no. How? But how? How does it not? Because what? Are what you, you saying gonna, the playoff? But then they're gonna win. It's just because Tennessee's gonna be in the SEC championship game, ten, right? Yeah, and they're gonna have Tennessee to go beat Bama out. again. How crazy is that? Like that's yeah. I mean, I you're talking about a gauntlet that. to run through from either of those teams. Like this is game of the year. This is probably like the national championship, like low key. Well, that's the that's the crazy part is like, like low key. This is a national championship on Saturday, dude. But oh, hear me out. What do you, do you think? It might actually be better for Tennessee to lose this game. Hear me out. If Tennessee loses this game, they're one loss. Georgia's undefeated. Then Georgia will play Alabama in the SEC championship game, right? Assuming Alabama yep. wins the rest of their games, right? Yep. Then Georgia let's say beats Alabama, right? Sure. Then Georgia's won. They'd be undefeated. Then Bama can't get in. Right. But now if Tennessee wins this game, then they have no losses. Then they go to the sec championship game, have to beat Bama. And then what if Bama beats them? Then Bama only has one loss and Georgia has one loss. Does Tennessee get in over Georgia by beating them straight up and Bama? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I guess they probably. It's looking would, good for if they, Tennessee. If they, if they have a win like over that, both looks, of those teams, yeah, yeah, dude. Either situation, like that's why. Oh man, this game has a lot on it. Yeah, but also this SEC championship game is going to be massive for Honestly. like it's going to be just a crazy three three race, you know, three team race. So you think here. you think Tennessee is going to win? I hope so. I think so. I just think that I, I would. Lo- I just. I think this offense is really that good, and I think their yeah. their defense has shown signs of improvement. They're you know they're no Georgia's defense, but Georgia also just bullies teams, and I feel like Tennessee sometimes like 
lets up a little bit because they've been crushing teams. But I don't know. It'll be fun to watch. But Ohio State got a big, big victory over Penn State this past week. That was um, that was sketchy. I was catching some glimpses of that at the the bar, and yeah, I was at I was at Bunnies. Shout out to Bunnies. Had a little steak and eggs, and we had that game on. And I think Penn State was up like fourteen seven or something. Or they up a little bit, and it was rocking there. And I was like, oh no, could this be the game Ohio State goes down? But once they prevail, they come back, they get the win. Uh, Penn yeah, State Mar- really needed Marvin that one. Marvin Harrison and, is incredible, dude. Yeah, that dude's sick. Um, he, ever since he wore those Louis Vuitton cleats. And an Apple Watch at the game. I'm like, this this guy can do whatever the hell he wants. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think I think Ohio State still is my is my number one team. Um, like, I I just don't see how it's so funny that like I feel like team like people that are ranking these they clearly like they said they have Ohio State at two behind Tennessee. Like, I know Tennessee has a win over Bama, so that probably leapfrogs them in a lot of people's consideration, but. Like I feel like it's always like a a detriment to teams like Ohio State when they barely like you know when they come back in this Penn State game at Penn State barely win and everybody's like oh I don't know about Ohio State like they barely won that game it's like like as a team like don't you want to see them win close games like I know you don't you don't want to see them to barely pull out games against Missouri and teams like that like what Georgia had to do you know what I mean like those are not the games that you want to see that close but like Penn State's a good football team they're ranked 13th going in this game you're playing at Penn State which is one of the like like the most like electric atmospheres in college football and you find a way to win the game like you know what I mean like you you put together drives when you needed to and like that's what big college football games are going to be like you know playing on the road winning these big games so it's like to me like I felt like this was more of a like a big win for Ohio State like it's a it's college football team, so no college football team is going to be perfect. You know what I mean? Like teams have close games. Like they forced Clifford to throw three picks, and they won the game. You know what I mean? They forced a, a quarterback to do things he didn't. You know what I mean? He fumbled yeah. it. So yeah, that place is electric. Playing, I'm pretty sure it's like one of the biggest in the country, right? It's like them, yeah, the big house, the, and Michigan's. Yeah, it's huge. Yeah, Ohio State's growing on me. I just keep thinking I'm. SEC mindset since we've seen in the past, but um, hopefully the Big Ten can get it done. That'd be cool. I'd like a Big Ten championship this year. If it's not going to be the Gophers, probably going to be Ohio State. So, um, yeah, I, I like uh, Ohio I State. I like him as a kid. Shout out to Troy Smith too. He was always my favorite player. Oh up. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think like, they're. Yeah. I, I mean, they're in a collision Ohio course State. with Michigan, as we all know. And Michigan like, looks great too, though. I feel like I feel like that game's going to be crazy. It will be because Michigan's just going to try to run the ball but down their throat because that's yeah. all Michigan done is just run that running run the back. Ball. What's his name? Quorum. Stud. That guy can be 177 rushing yards. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting like um, when when those two teams. Speaking of Michigan, did you see the the video of the Michigan State players beating up the Michigan guy in the tunnel? Yeah, that's like two, all it's I like saw over. It was just like crazy. There. That was bizarre. That was post game. I'm pretty the sure tunnel. they got charged. I'm pretty sure they just it came out and those four four players got charged. Yeah, well, that's literally assault. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's not just, during a football game. Oh, no, that was crazy. Um, so for the, for those that didn't see it, there's literally like I think it was like ten Michigan State players surrounded like two Michigan players, and they were literally just like beating the shit out of them. Right? What is what it looked like? And I feel like there's always con- there's so much weird stuff that happens between Michigan and Michigan State when they play. Just the weirdest oh, yeah. things, even between the games to the fans to the players beating each other up in hallways. It's just bizarre between that rivalry. 
Yeah. When everybody's like, why do they let these two teams, you know, walk through the same tunnel? Cause like Michigan's apparently stadium, everybody has to walk through the same tunnel. So there's been other incidents like in that tunnel, but yeah, I don't know. I love um, that. There's some professional teams that have that too. I don't even. Yeah. Like just, we, let them walk, digs. let them talk shit. And then yeah, see digs. Digs. perfect example. That's where it was with the bills. So give me that. Give me all the, all the pissed off people running down the same tunnel. Yeah. That was, that was electric. Um, other games. Let's see here. Georgia beat Florida 42-20. Kind um, of to be expected, I guess. Big wins out of them. Tennessee 44-6 over Kentucky, like you said. TCU wins by 10 at West Virginia. Oregon 42 over Cal, who scored 24. Kansas State beat Oklahoma State 48-0, which was the craziest like sh- shocker of the, the week, it felt like. That was just like an absolute stopping, which I thought Oklahoma State was a really good team. And I thought they were maybe going to give TCU a run for their money in that game as we saw the TCU come back and beat Oklahoma State a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, that was bizarre. But Kansas State absolutely stopped. That was crazy. So Oklahoma them. State's now probably out of it. But Yeah, they're done. I think those – wait, actually, let me check on that because there's there's a lot of two-loss teams in the Big 12. Yeah. Oh, so in conference play, Kansas State now has only one loss and TCU's obviously still undefeated. So Bryce, um, Bryce sorry, sorry. Bryce Harper just hit a ball to Jupiter. Actually, another home run. God, he just smoked it. Two run shot. Philly's up two nothing. Sorry, I got the game on right here. I wanted to see it, but that Bryce Harper's a dog. Okay, um, but yeah, bizarre. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh, sorry, dude. That was that was that was crushed. Okay, oh, that's just another Philly moment, huh? Uh, damn it, man! City of Philadelphia is just rocking. I really, yeah. I really thought Houston was just going to walk away with the series, but Philly's making it interesting, a, huh? A lot of game left. A lot of game left. Uh, but to wrap up college football, we had like USC won again, but that loss against Utah is going to really ultimately kill them. Um, I got my uh, my Pac-12 next week coming up here with USC against um, California at nine thirty, and then UCLA against Arizona State at eight thirty. I'm gonna I'm gonna huckle into these games, sit down, watch my my Pac-12 teams play each other. All right, good. So we'll give us I'll a be run live on air. Week. I'll be on the West Coast West time. So I'll be there's a lot of good there's a lot of good uh I'm excited for this week. I wanted to see those Pac 12 teams play, so I'll be watching that. There's like six legit teams. You know, Washington's not ranked, but they're still six and two. Like I feel like that's a really good team. They're five and oh at home. Um UCLA's twelfth ranked, USC's ninth ranked, Oregon's eighth ranked. Um yeah, it's uh UCLA's twelve in the college football playoffs, sorry. And then uh yeah, it's gonna be That'll be a fun championship to to see who who comes out of that. Um, but I don't know. I, I it's unfortunate, like I said, that USC lost because now I don't know if Oregon can get in with one loss if they're getting absolutely stopped by uh, Georgia to start the season. But they're at eighth in the college football rankings, and it'll be interesting. Like I said, if Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama all continue to beat up on each other, and all these teams have one loss, and then either Michigan or Ohio State's going to have one loss. Hopefully Clemson has one loss. Like it would be awesome to see only one undefeated team and have have to see the college yeah. football playoff like really decided by these conference championship games. Cause you know, sometimes I feel like these conference championship games are like really blowouts and um they don't mean that much. But like we could have Oregon USC playing in the in the Pac 12 championship for the championship. You know what I mean? Like to get to the college that football a, playoff. That would be I sick. Want USC in the final four. That's what I want. So, I picked Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, and USC. So 
just give me some chaos where it's just not the same thing with the college football playoff. That's just all I want to see. I don't care if my picks are right, but it'd be sick to see USC. Don't give me a dominant SEC tournament, but just those winning ins. That's what I want. Just win your conference yeah. championship and you're in. That's all I want to say. I've said it before. Just give me an automatic win and you're in. So, Dude, it'd be sick. What if we saw Tennessee, Ohio State, TCU, USC? Yep. Badass. That would be a sick I'd get tickets. playoff. I would I'd get tickets. <laughs> you got to figure out where those games are. I'm there. 68 days till the college football playoff countdown. 68 days, 47 68 days? minutes. Why does that seem so long? 68 days, zero hours, 47 minutes, and 36, 35, 34 seconds. I could count it down for you. but Okay. Lucas I'll Oil get, Stadium. Countdown going. Year. Oh, we're going back to Indy? Indy, baby. Um, okay. Oh, no, that was. That was last oh, year, yeah. right? But they do it again. They have this picture of it. I just assumed it was that, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll figure that out. College football players. Yeah, we're getting. I just can't wait till there's 12 teams, man. That's what we need. Yeah, I'm 2026 that. is when we're looking at. Oh, man. I don't like that. I'm going to be. The new format will consist of proposal of the board like review in the fall and winter to begin in the 2026 college football season. You could have a kid. With assessing the possibility of beginning the expanded playoff in either 2024 or 2025. So we're it's 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 gonna be here soon, folks. We 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 need it sooner and later because like we've said, we are I think the the whole same and especially with the committee just picking the same four teams, it feels like you know, like some of that's on them. Yeah. And I, I know it's tough. It was good to see Cincinnati in there last year, but um, you know, like it, it puts them in this position where they, they feel like they have to pick these SEC teams, which I, I feel like is understandable, but um, we need to expand the playoffs. So we can, we can wrap it up on that, but uh, yeah, that uh, concludes episode 13 for us. We uh, we'll talk Energy to you later this high. week about uh, NHL and NBA again and, and go over our picks and maybe cover this, some uh, some world series too. Yeah, but Bryce Harper. Phillies are rolling. It's crazy. Two nothing up in those. Joe's in love with Bryce Harper all of a sudden. I said, you guy can hit the ball so far. I just don't get how they do that. It's absurd. Screw the Phillies, though. I don't like the, I mean, and at least I'm a Mets fan. So it's kind of, but you can't cheer. I, the Astros, it's like, it's not really a win win situation for me. So. I was going to say, if you know the Phillies win the World Series, that puts the Nationals, Braves, and Phillies have all won the World Series in the last couple of years. Yeah, and the Mets that have. Hurts. Yeah. But we got the Jets, and they're going to kick the shit out of the Bills. So I'll take that. That is sausage, <laughs> sausage Gardner jerseys coming in, incoming yeah, for everybody. I'll, I'll all our listeners have to get them too. So Which color did you want? Black? Oh, yeah, baby. Yeah, I got to match the, the black Jets hat that you're going to buy me. So. It's going to be sick. All right. Well, we'll catch you later this week, folks. Thanks for listening. Have a good week, people. Peace.
Teachers 